the city of Corvosa, largest in Varesia, greatest of the Chalaxian colonies. Her past rulers had never sat easily upon the Crimson Throne, but now a spark of change burns through our city. For good or for ill, let us see what is written in the cards. My name is Zalara Zindane. I am a Harrow Reader from West Dock. I am also dead. This is not my story, nor even the story of the heroes who would rise to defend our city in the days to come. Rather, it is the story of Corvosa. Sugarfield Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Curse of the Crimson Throne, a Paizo Adventure Path. Episode 82. So, when last we left you... Uh, Nappy! Nappy! I put a thing of beer with, like, foam coming out of it to show that it's Nappy. <laughs> 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 Uh, and then in uh, what I think was B8, you had found the some of the Sun Clan. Yes. Yeah, which and also had Bells and Bones. The guy had greeted you in a very friendly fashion and said, Be welcome, my cousin. Yes. And Thousand Bones is here. Dun, 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 dun. We have three respects. You have three respects, yeah. yeah you might actually have more than that. I we started off oh, as really? naked government. Yeah, three was the threshold. Uh, sorry, one was the threshold to get in there. Good night. Good night, Ah, uh, yeah, you have three. That might yeah. count. Yeah. yeah. We had to get keeping, over the negative one. I've been, I've been yep. keeping a good track of it. So, yeah, by my count, you have um, one for the help with the plague, one for successfully intimidating Progen, one for openly wearing symbols of Desna, Saturnai, or Gosra, and one for... Um, uh, bringing them trophies from a CR 11 or higher monster. Yay! Because <coughs> that was the and then, wolf. And then minus one for Big Shot Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, no, we yeah. Have, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, so you're on four minus one is yeah. three. Yeah. Nothing's fair. Yeah. There's not much we can do about being Shemek. Yeah. It's not like Shalante was a playable race. It was. You, yeah, you it can. Was. There's traits you can take to be a Shawante, but you have to be a Shamek, like Nakoda. Exactly. At all, which point you're no longer a Shawante. Because for obvious, you'd, you'd have a different experience here, but you'd still have to sort of start from the same basis. Yeah. There, um, there, there are actually points for being an actual legitimate blood Shawante, oh. even if you're a Shamek, because... They treat them the same, but it's kind of hard. In theory, they treat them the same, but it's kind of hard to look past the fact, you know, dirty Verizian, dirty Corvos and oppressor. Yeah. Know, one of us. Yeah. yeah. Guy I grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, theoretically, we should get that with Makoto. He's not a PC. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so we don't get it because he's not You've a got the NPC virus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the same way you could <laughs> just like pull out random Shawante and drag them here and go, look, we've got Shawante, you're our friends now, right? That's 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 not even Shawante. We bought we bribed the Shawante to come out with us. No. no. <laughs> On the other hand, we've come with the Cinderlander's head. We're friends now, right? Sorry, that was it. It's it's you get points for every PC that appears to be a Shawante. Damn it, Susan! 
I that would be the worst thing to possibly do. Because when I came out of the closet as not being Shawante, imagine how freaking pissed yeah. plus a thousand bones would see right through me. Yeah, of course. You get the points to start with. Later but, you lose more than you gain. Yeah, exactly. So that wasn't gonna work out. Not sure that was apparent. <laughs> Uh, yes. yes, I could disguise myself as a Shawante. As you stand outside the Shawante camp, you think about what you would tell Thousand Bones based on that fascinating conversation that you had with Iliosa. It's only available on the Blu-ray. Oh, <laughs> so, it's a deleted scene, okay. isn't it? Oh, hold on. Okay, there, I've just paid 20 bison dollars. <laughs> Freaking bison. <laughs> That's like a hundred British pounds. At least that's the price he'll set when he gets out there, queen. Oh my god. I still haven't watched any of this. Why not? Your life is empty. I haven't watched it. I've just heard we're, so many we're, points. We've got it on our box. We need to watch it the next yeah. time Fuzzy here. Yeah, I must watch that movie. For you, it was Bison. Bison. Oh my god. For you, it was the best day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, and so, uh, you contact Iliosa in a dream, and what you see is Iliosa dressed in sort of her full queenly regalia minus the crown, but it's just, it's all a lot sluttier, there's a lot more leg on display, she's got sort of the plunging neckline going towards belly button. Um, oh, she's got a, uh, what was it, a J-Lo thing, the, the green dress that went down to her belly button. Corvosa is sort of vaguely shadowy in the background all around everywhere, uh, ringed by fire. Um, and then behind the Crimson Throne, there is this big square thing that's got little bits with heavy crimson blanket on it is denting in that looks like a cage, and it's got chains all over it in every direction, stuck together with dozens of padlocks. And it's going... And making a vaguely animalistic growl. And then, uh, in the background, Elika's decision is playing. How do I choose who lives and who dies? Why must it be me? Be it father or son, cousin or niece, I destroy a family. I stand alone between the flame and the city. My life, my love, it is not meant to be. I stand as a fulcrum, the fate upon my head, the weight upon my shoulders. Do I throw off my load? My responsibility to live a life happy and free. Yet I also must choose for those who come after. From the future I hear their plea. My life, my love, for the future of so many. I stand alone in fire so bright, and I know as I have always known that I will do what is right. 
So that is what is playing, just sort of looping quietly in the background. Um, it is Iliosa singing, and Silver probably has enough air to pick up. It's more or less exactly her singing from the play. Mm. Uh, with the sole exception of the very last line, um, I stand alone in fire so bright, and I know as I have always known, instead of I will do what I what I will do what is right, it is I will do what I must. Oh, yes, and I am not going to loop that ad nauseum in the background, but I am going to put the instrumentals on. Hey, she. Looks up at your legs curled over in an almost Tanithian fashion. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and she looks at the beginning. Finally, I've been waiting to speak to you. We need to talk about that. Go to the cage. And that is where we cut it again. Yeah. <sighs> right. Yeah, so you know about that then. How much do you know about that? First of all, you understand I'm not Iliosa, right? Who are you? I'm her subconscious, her id, if you will. I'm Iliosa. All the parts of her that sit away behind her mask, her fears, her desires, sort of eyes <laughs> silver up and down pretty her primal instincts, eyes Lucy up and down as well her need to survive I suppose most purely I'm what her heart wants but I'm only the back part of her mind only a whisper like this thing I can hear it she doesn't mean she can. As to what it is, when Elios is awake, she looks at the cage, when Elios is asleep, it sleeps too. And I can be free to think and to dream my own dreams. When she's awake, I hear the whispers of that thing. She doesn't hear them clearly, you understand. She doesn't recognize them for what they are. They whisper to her. They drive on her. Drive her on. They tell her all the things she's afraid are true. I hear them clearly, but I'm only the back part of her mind. She can sense it on some level. But when she sleeps... Then I'm here. If you have to give me a handle, I suppose I'm the Iliosa who sleeps. The back end part of her mind. When she's awake, I hide from him. And when she's asleep, I there's a snap noise as one of the padlocks just suddenly shatters off the cage and one of the chains unravels itself. Excuse me. She goes over to it puts her hand on the cage and seemingly from nowhere basically pulls another mammoth chain round and clips the padlock back on then turns around looking slightly more tired. You keep him locked up? I keep him 
whispering instead of roaring. At least I think it's a him. Only a man would be that intent on telling me what to do. <laughs> but he's getting stronger. Not stronger than me. Still, you won't be able to keep doing this. I am the queen. She. We are the queen of Corvosa. We will overcome this. Somehow. None of you seem surprised, I note. We've known for a while. But, um, you know, not to be funny, but none of us wanted to get an arrow in the neck and be killed. Croft. She attacked us. Yes. She was frightened of what you could become. She is probably responsible for this. She made this happen. No, it's it's the crown. The crown? The crown that you wear wear on your head when you're awake. Where did you get it from? From the vaults, the catacombs beneath the palace. There are treasure trove artifacts and hodgepodge things there. We didn't want to wear but it touched Eadred. We had spent more than enough time touching him. The thing is there was a tradition amongst the Seneschals. No one goes down to the catacombs, but Tanith didn't. Neil Landis never got a chance to tell Tanith, so Tanith didn't know. And there's a reason behind that. That crown has a piece of what was the name of the dragon? Castle. Castle. That 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 gem inside of the crown has a piece of Castlevon in it. Castlevon. So he has a name. Do you remember the story about Mandravius? Not not my family Mandravius, but I don't care about the Mandraviuses. I have enough of them when she's awake. <laughs> I don't mean that I don't mean that Mandravius, I mean the original one, the hero. She shrugs indifferently. This was the dragon that Mandravius fought. Or a part of it. Clearly he didn't do a very good job then. Well, we don't know what they did. Maybe the only way they could defeat the dragon was to separate it into pieces. Again, this is her with kind of all her social filters turned on. Yeah. So her she edit, she her it is going to be kind of an asshole, just as everyone else's would yeah. be. Yeah. 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 It is also worth noting. I see. Well, probably nothing I can do with that information, but it's always good to give the enemies a name. This is why we're out here in the desert. We're looking for... Ah, ah. She raises a hand and stops you. I figure, we figure, that you're probably out with the Shawante to do more than just make a peace arrangement, but 
I don't want to know anything about what you're up to. The stronger the thought is in my head, the more likely it is that you'll hear it. That is wise. So keep your own counsel. We'll do what we can to help. How's that? She nods at this, sort of moves down off the throne and sort of glides over towards you. You understand that Iliosa did what she had to do. She had to keep the throne, keep the power that, that we need to survive. Yeah, I understand surviving. I know you've lived on the streets, Jack. I know you've had to claw for what you've had. I know you've been taken by lamb. The one experience you've missed has been bought and sold as a commodity for a face that has value to others, something that you cannot control. Lucy and Silver know what this is like. Be cursed with this sort of beauty. <laughs> to be desired, and she looks strongly at Lucy here, mm. only for your face and body. Like the soul and the mind behind it is just an inconvenient puppet. And Lucy's face just like she's, she gets angry. Yeah, and Eliosa yeah. gives you a very <laughs> knowing nod. And for certain expectations to be placed upon you because of that face. Like, go along. With the sixty-year-old lecherous king, live the glorious life that he would give you. Sold off like a slave, you can hardly blame her for seeking something to be able to outwit the great houses, something to stay alive when the city wants it dead, to keep that from ever happening to us again. Yeah, I've done what I had to do. To keep anyone from having power over me again. <clears throat> but there's more like, but being, but there's a lot of ways you could protect yourself. Being a queen means you're responsible for a lot of other lives. And what's happening now in Corvosa isn't right. What you're doing, what she's doing, isn't right. I understand a lot of it's coming from him. How much of it is him? She shakes her head. I'm only the back part of Iliosa's mind. I don't control her decisions. He doesn't either. Not yet. But he whispers to her. He tells her that everything she fears is going to come true. That she's going to be the worst queen Corvosa has ever seen. <clears throat> that her people are going to die by invasion or fire or the blood veil under her rule. She will find herself alone again, no friends, no hope, and nothing to go on for. Hounded out and judged by everyone, shunned by people, and they're the good ones. The bad ones want her dead. That's what he tells her will pass. You have to understand this isn't as simple as a conversation. Not something she knows, not something she hears, not consciously, anyway. Something I hear in the back of her head. I suppose a part of her knew we had to let it in, we had to call on the power. But 
If you were dying, wouldn't you take a healing potion somebody offered to you? She didn't know. She didn't know that it, it is this thing controlling her again. It came so quietly at first. She didn't want it. Didn't need it. When we started, she could ignore it. She was inept. Didn't know the city. Worried about what to do. But she stood on her own feet. And then the blood veil came. 18,000 lives in her hands. Decisions had been made to keep them all alive, to save our city. People who would throw her away from the throne or manipulate her behind it. The people that attempted to kill her again and again. You saw her training with the monk. She wanted to become stronger. She wanted to be able to survive, to make the right choices. And so bit by insidious bit, that power just slips in. It's so easy to let it. You just need a tiny bit more. Enough to train with Tusky. Enough to beat him. Enough to cope with Rhaenyra betraying her. A little more power. A little more watchfulness to make sure it never happens again. The Arconas, powerful enough enemy that she needed the power to isolate them. The Mandraviuses, a powerful enough enemy she needed the power to keep them close to her. But she needed all that power and his hooks just slipped in one tiny piece at a time. And then Cressidia. We had to live. Everyone wants to survive. Now he's louder. <coughs> So much louder. Croft betrayed us. Tried to kill her. We needed that power and so we called for it and he came. Anyone else would have done the same thing. No. Lots of people would have done the same thing. But I probably would have. I'm glad I don't have I'm glad I don't have him in my head. How conscious are you during the day? I hide from him. If I'm too loud, he'll know, and then he'll be here when I sleep as well. Do you know what's going on when, when she's awake? Of course. We're forming the Grey Guard, bringing order to the city. We have negotiations with Katapesh next week. We will show them strength, show them that Corvosa will not be bullied. You're... The Grey Guard is wrong. Aye. It's always been wrong. It's against everything Corvosa stands for. It's the wrong to have all the power in your hands. The Grey Guard will bring unity to Corvosa. Stop this fractious fighting. Stop people like the Arconas building up their forces. There's meant to be more... There's meant to be a balance of power. We took the Arconas down for you because they were a threat. But who is left to oppose you now? A balance of power. And all those threats to her are what she's afraid of. And he makes those fears real. You don't know what it feels like in there. 
I think what she's trying to say is that we won't be able to get rid of the Grey Maidens until we get rid of this. Yes, but for sure. I understand that she's frightened. I understand that he's talking to her. But I'm talking to you. Because what you think matters. I'm frightened too. And um, Jack will actually. I'm a primal want, but I'm also a primal fears. Jack will actually go up to her and take her hand. I know. I'm sorry. There was a assassination attempt last week. Was it last week or earlier than that? At some point in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, there was an assassination attempt recently since Chrysidia, or at least it's been advertised that way. Yes. What was that? She stares at you impassively, just the smallest hint of a smile on her face, and refuses to answer you. Oh, can I do a a sense motive? Sure. Um, that's a 33. So yeah, she knows what you are referring to. Yeah. It's nothing as simple as, um, it's, it's nothing simple or public or obvious. Um, and she doesn't want to tell you. Oh, okay. And that's about as much as you can, um, yeah, read that's, on the that's fair. She'll have a really high, um, uh, it's, it's mostly the fact that you can't intuit something from facts that you don't possess. Yeah, yeah. But she will also be able to hide it very well as well. Um, this is something that she is trying to, that that she doesn't want to tell you about and doesn't want to tell you guys specifically. Oh. Mm. Okay, is that what I read from it? Yeah, basically. I'll tell you guys when we well, wake. She doesn't. She, presumably, she hasn't told many people about the assassination attempt because it hasn't been made public. But yeah. there is something about it that she doesn't want you guys to know because. There's reasons. Yeah. Okay. Reasons. Okay. Well, I'll I'll tell you guys when you wake up. So, um, Jack will still holding Elias, Elias who sleeps hands to say, I don't know what it's like. I get that it's pretty bad and scary. But four years ago, Flora and I were with Gadrin Lamb. And we were children. And we survived four years with him. And every week, someone else didn't. We learned how to do what it took to make certain that wasn't us. And what Lucy went through, you know what that's like. So I don't know what you're going through. But I know what it is to be down in a dark pit with no way out. She nods at this. It's hard, I know. But we survived. Yes. Yes, there is a way out. You learned to read. Learned. Fought. I don't intend to roll over for this thing. As he gains knowledge and power, so do I. Can't hide it from me. I will find a way to stop him. 
we will stop him. There's also one thing that they developed over that time as well, and that's friendship. Allies, people that understand what you're going through and will support you and help you through it. I'm not even real. You can't support her, not with him listening all the while, watching you. No, right now you're on your own. You and she. Yes. Much as we want to help you, we can't. When the really bad times come, you're on your own. That's why what I'm telling you is the bad times don't last forever. I've been on my own for a long while now. I thought I had Sabrina, but she betrayed me too. Chose elsewhere. The eyes linger on Lucy. Uh-huh. Oops. You're not on your own. You have friends. She shakes her head. And you can see in, in it that she doesn't believe you. But not only that, she's not capable of believing you because she is Ilios's fears as well, and this is the thing she is afraid this is one of the things she is afraid of. She is afraid that she will ruin Corvosa by failing to govern it correctly. She's afraid that people will die. She's afraid she'll end up alone, and she's afraid she'll end up dead. Um, the four sort of main fears that are driving her, and the first and most primary one is probably that she'll end up dead, because primal urge to survive pretty much overcaps everything else. I can't be hurt now, at least strong. She reaches up to her throat where the bolt went in and just sort of feels it. Unkillable. More powerful than anyone else in Corvosa. Even Octavia Mandravius dances to my tune now. It would be perfect if it wasn't for this thing. She kicks the cage and it growls. That's what's giving you the power to be unkillable. In the end, you'll have to make a choice between whether you want that or whether you want everything else. How long do you think you can keep it in the cage? As long as I need to. I will not be dictated to by some other man who thinks he can dominate me, puppet me, control me. I am the Queen of Corvosa, and I am no man's slave anymore. I stand alone between the flame and the city. I will stop him. Then keep it under control, and we'll find a way to get rid of it. She lets the rage just flicker through her. There's no it, even pretense of filtering here. She yeah. is angry. Yeah, and Jack and Casabon, kind of at you, kind yeah. of at the world, yeah, Jack kind of Willis at herself. Jack will scurry back yeah. and will, in fact, duck behind Garin a little bit at that point. <clears throat> Garin walks up to her. Yeah. He takes out his uh, shaker. And she calms fairly rapidly. And he gets down on one knee. Says, <coughs> My lady, as you know, I am a follower of Saturday. My word as a 
is about my bond as a follower and as a dwarf. I will do everything in my power to help Queen and the city. I will stake my life and soul on this. But there is a question that I need answered. She comes right down. She flickers between emotional states very easily. She's incredibly angry and then reasonably calm again. She nods. We know what your word is worth, guy. Ask. He looks her directly in the eye. Says, On the day of Croft's death, when you're disbanded, the city guard, and the queen ordered her to hand over her badge to Sabrina. Yes. Was that the queen's idea, or the dragon's? She takes a long breath and sort of contemplates this. In truth, I do not entirely know. If I had to guess, I would say it is more Iliosa than this, than Cassavon. She is, we are angry about what Sabrina, what Cressidia did to Sabrina. We will keep her secrets, but suffice to say, Crocidia hurt her in a way that no one has before or since, and she deserved whatever manner of public humiliation would be heaped upon her for it. Still looking her directly in the eye, still yep. kneeling, says, I am Saturnus Paladin. I am your knight, but I can no longer be your friend. I understand. I'm sorry, Your Majesty. At least you're honest. It's better than being surrounded by Mandravius's. That point, it gets up and goes back to the group. And, um, Jack will move up a, a little bit up to him. I speak to the downtown of Corvosa. But I'm your friend. As long as I can be. I hope I don't have to choose. We hope that too. We didn't know what to do before at first. Never been among them, never been remotely like them. Even a minor Shalaxian noble has more than most of the middle class of the city. But she walked among them and she saw them. And she learned what they were and where they came from and tried to see how she could fix it. There's no way, of course, no one can surmount the problem. The poor would be with us always. But she cared. Cared enough to let another hook in to keep them alive. I don't know if that was the right decision. I don't know if there was a right decision. But it meant something to me that she invited me to the table the first street rat ever to sit at that table. The great houses could use more of them. Irritating, insufferable bores, a lot of them. <laughs> and I know stuff that I didn't know when I was younger. Chillaxians don't necessarily have it easy. 
even more than half-bloods and Verizians and street rats if they're young and pretty and woman. And her eyes flipped Lucy. I know now there's more than one ways to be stuck in a corner. I can scarcely say I've starved, but to be bought and sold is a deeply unpleasant feeling to have no agency over your own choices. Your own mind, snap, snap, go to the chains. She glares at it, then goes <laughs> over and puts the pulls more chains out and padlocks it some more. Eliosa, no matter what you believe, I am your friend, and I will remain being your friend. I know what it's like to feel alone, but eventually I have found friends, and I hope you can find that feeling again, to belong again, to be among someone, some people you can trust. It might take some time, but we'll get there. She cares about you. She wants to save you. She's afraid she can't. But... Just eluding me slightly. She wants to save you. On some level... Deep where I deep where I sleep, she wants to save you from him. Some little part of her knows what's happening, and screams and screams. And oh. um, how much control do we have of this realm? Like, can we make things appear and do stuff? You're asking the GM. Yeah, GM. Uh, this is her dream. She controls it entirely. Um, okay. You can probably, um, like, you're, you're pretty much in what you think yourself to be, so I imagine you're in, like, your certain ladsy clothes with your spear and that sort of thing. Like, if you want to, like, pull a map out of your pocket or whatever, you can. Mm. She can basically override you. Right. So, um, we can control what we have on us. So yeah, very, very much so. What is it that you're looking to achieve? Um, I'd like to, I'd like to have a purely visual effect yep. that I get to control. Like, yep. I get to decide what it is. Like, Silver doesn't, but I do. Sure. Um, I'd like to do an Inspire Courage. Right. Um, but I'd like to sing the song. Um, I'm probably gonna butcher the song. Sure. Because <laughs> it's very hard to sing that song unless you're the original singer. Um, I don't know if you guys will recognise the song. I'll put the instrumentals off so you're not trying to sing <laughs> on the top of a different song, which I'm sure is deeply confusing. Cool. Um, so Silver will step forward, and you'll hand Eliosa a rose. She takes it, smells it, and gives you a, uh, gives you a smile for a bit of checking you out in the process. <laughs> You've always been more than a beautiful woman to me. You're a you're a dear, um, you're a close friend. You're intelligent. You're wise. You see past the surface of people. You're everything that this city needs from a queen and more. And I know that what you did to Croft. I understand what you did. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand it, and I will stand by you as a friend. I uh, words. Yeah, you're allowed to load. 
Yeah, no, sorry, my body's starting to shake. I can't always be there to give you courage, but when I was younger, my father used to sing me a, a lullaby, and just recently, with doing research on my history with the Mandraviuses, I found out where that lullaby came from. He always told me he made it up himself, but it's... It's a Shailen prayer from back when he was in his village, his elven village. And I found out the history to do with it. It was created during when Kasavon originally attacked, and the village was in fear. And this song was sung by the, the Shailenites there at the time to give everybody hope. Give me a sec, I'm going to freaking butcher this. I'm really sorry about it. <sighs> and I'm probably going to sing the whole song, because it's not a very long song. Sure, sure. <sighs> May it be an evening star shines down upon you. May it be when darkness falls. Your heart will be true. You walk a lonely road. Oh, how far you are from home. Morning I didn't know I'd ever be using this, yeah. but it's something I had in my songbook that I could use, yep. and I thought it would be good to use it here because it's actually highly applicable. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you, by any chance, have a name for it? Not, um, not the normal song itself, but you know, as an Elven song kind of thing. Um, if not, Shailen's Grace. <laughs> um, basically, it's May It Be from the. Uh, yep. Yeah. Was writing things, so. <laughs> I hope you, awesome. you. you don't mind me to read it. I love that. It was great. It, it made me feel a lot better. It sounded fantastic. Um, um, 
I um, uh, put that that. Um, could you put that rose on one of those logs? She takes one d- deep, uh, takes a big deep inhalation over it, then sort of walks over and puts it stem first into the actual keyhole, and you see the roots from it begin That's to exactly grow. That's exactly what I was going to do. And sort of <laughs> grow around the lock, like very much. It's got yeah. roots now tied yeah. around it, holding That's it fun. tighter. I imagine it, it might also cover the rest of it as well. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was the effect I was going for. We are always with you and by your side, even when we're not here. And she smiles at this and suddenly has the flower in her hair. Same one, it's still on the cake. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. her appearance just kind of goes flicker. And She's now adopted it into her, into her hairdresser. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, the colours have changed very slightly to make it a little more crimsony to just fit the girl. Yeah, yeah. You know, fit in more um, fashionably with her clothing. Yeah. Mm. And Silver will give her a kiss on the cheek. She will smile at Yeah. The morning will break for you, and it will all be over. You just have to persist and get through this. Oh, I'll endure. And when you kiss her on the cheek, she smiles. Then as you go to move away basically grabs you by the shirt, pulls you in, and goes... <laughs> and gives you a big tongue kiss. Because, oh, you know, wow. She's Helios' desires without yeah. respect. Do you want to do anything with You're like, Iliosa would never. The Iliosa mm. sleeps, on the other hand. Yeah, yeah, she's totally... I was prepared for her doing something like that. Yeah. So if you're going to be all flirting and give her a rose, you know, yeah. clearly she's going to French you. Mm-hmm. We need to go soon. Understand. I'll be waking. She'll be waking soon. Not the day. He won't see me. But I'll watch him. I'll learn. And I'll stop him. That's the way to do it. Yeah. How often we should we visit you? As and when you can, but sparingly and quietly. Can't be too often. I need to keep the thoughts away. I don't want to know what you're doing. As far as she's concerned, you're off dealing with the Shawante for peace. Yeah. Maybe you have an ulterior mission. Maybe you want permission to marry Nakota or something like that. <laughs> she sort of just dismisses Silver's laugh life with an idle wave of her hand. And he, and as long as he thinks you're out of the city, then it's all to the good. I don't want to give him anything else to think about. Thank you for his name. Casablon may see may not see me, but I see him. And um, Jack will give her a little smile. If you watch them long enough, there's always an opening. And Jack will give them her a little smile, which isn't nice at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you cueing her in that Casabon is infected dragon? Yes, we didn't. Yeah, yeah cool. we did. I specifically, I specifically said that Casabon yeah. is a dragon. Cool. But she also said that he's a warlock as yeah, well. A warlock. You a said he was a dragon and a warlock. Yeah. 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 And the cage has kind of begun to smell like smoke a bit now. Ah. Now, like now that she's filtered that into her perception, it's clearly not just 
a, mind, a, a hideous shape of some kind in there. Mm. There's now a red dragon under there. Oh, because um, she knows what it looks like. Yeah, well, she yeah. knows what a red dragon looks like. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That makes sense. All right. So now there's, like, a, the... Cloth is not being set on fire or anything. It was just that vague smell of smoke coming yeah. from it. And wake. And wake. we drop the spell. Yeah. Thank you, Susie. No worries. And then I think we will see Sherlin's grace again. Yes. The GM has made notes. <laughs> we will um, potentially, I think, talk about that in character if we want to before we go on to the next bit. Yep. Mm. Yeah. 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 You wake up, and <coughs> what has passed is about the... It, it's pretty much exactly the length of time it took you to have that conversation, so probably half, half an hour, 45 yeah. minutes yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, so it's not a huge amount of our sleep cycle, no. but if we kept on talking, it would have been. And yeah. I imagine people wake up feeling slightly stressed. Yeah, yeah. That was scary. That was a little bit intimidating. And she was hiding the, the assassination from us specifically. Yeah, she probably thinks we disappeared. She doesn't want to give up the power. No, she doesn't. She's she's feeling that she's alone. Yeah. Well, she is kind of alone. And certainly, Iliosa, who sleeps, would relinquish power under pretty much any circumstance because... It's, it's it's instinctive to people. When you have yeah. power, you keep it. You always yeah. want more power than you have. With most yeah. people, it's not a huge driving drive. And it's not necessarily even one in Iliosa, but in yeah, yeah. at the most base level her heart yeah. wants. Yeah, more power, please. She's becoming very Asmodian. You don't have to be Asmodian to want no one to have power over you again. Exactly. Well, you understand her. Yeah, me I, too. I know, but I do worry about Cassavon being in here. You should. You wouldn't like me if he was in me. More, there's very few people who can genuinely resist that kind of temptation. And, um, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. Over. yeah. And even, over even they, even people like that, not normal people, but different people, they might, it might, it might just take longer. A power like that's very hard. The fact that she's able to stand up to it this long. From what Zalara told us, a lot of people would just have crumpled by now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's on her own in there. We have to help her. Yeah. We do. Something doesn't make sense there. If she was really worried about us disapproving of killing an assassin, then why did she bother telling us in the first place? She wasn't an assassin. She just doesn't want us to know who it is. Yeah, and you, somebody. you guys brought it up in the first place. Mm. You said, we've heard there was an assassination attempt. Yeah, she but then really... she, she sent the original message to Jack. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes, she did. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So Sorry, she... I was thinking about when you talked to um, Neil Landis yeah. about it. Yeah. But yes, she sent the original one that said um, mm. something like, I killed an assassin. I, yeah. I killed an yeah. assassin. You were right, it does get easier. You were easier. right, it does get easier. I can live with that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So... But you, Why bother telling us at all? Well, the Iliosa that told us wasn't the Iliosa that we were... The Iliosa that told me that wasn't the Iliosa we were talking to. Exactly. Yeah. Are you sure? Because that was... That wasn't the dream spell you got that from. That was the... No, that wasn't no, that the was the same. Same. Mm. That was so the... That's, that's, yeah, so, so that was the waking... 
Iliosa yeah, awake sent Jack a message that mm. said blah 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 killed an Even if you take the dragon out of the account, Iliosa awake isn't the same person as Iliosa who sleeps. Yeah, but Iliosa who sleeps is worried that we won't. Yeah. That, I think she's worried that we won't approve. Iliosa who wakes didn't worry about that, but she doesn't necessarily expect other people to disapprove of her ap- actions. I I I don't think you're. What I'm trying to say here is I don't think she cares whether we disapprove or not. I think maybe she killed somebody we knew. Yeah, I think that's a very real possibility. But nobody um, sufficiently public that um, the Alandis has heard about it. Yeah. Which, if it was somebody, you know, particularly... It hit a, one of two things would have happened. Like, if, say, Vincalo or Sabrina or something had been murdered, that would be pretty hard to obscure mm-hmm. from people. Yeah. If it was someone like Livia Wintrish, that would be easier. On the other hand, you'd probably then get word from other people in the city that who are, you know, living in your manor, like Brunsk, yeah. who would say, by the way, the queen came in and stabbed your mum in the eye with an ice pick. Or at least, by the way, your mum's dead. Yeah. yeah. But we know, but she's killed people, We, but we know she's killed people that we knew already. She's killed Cressidia and Howard Merrick. Yeah, but she never tried to hide that fault. Well, she couldn't exactly hide the fact that she killed Cressidia. I'm just worried that is all. Uh, I think she didn't kill Howard Merrick. No, she, no, No, Sabrina did. Oh. Sabrina killed him. Well, Sabrina was involved in... Octavia killed him. Sabrina was involved in killing him. Mm. It's... I think you're very right to be. (coughs) I think Corvosa is in danger. I wonder if it's Pilt. I don't think she'd know. I think she'd know we wouldn't care. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she would have sent me a message and said she'd taken care of the Emperor. She did Got him rid of that little threat. I've slaughtered the last lamb. Something like that. I don't think there's anything we can do for our friends except go on. Whatever's happened, we can't protect everyone in the city while we're out here, except by finding the answer that we need. I know it's scary, but... At least it's not the blood bell. <laughs> Hopefully this will be slower to take over the city and start killing lots of people than that was. Yeah. Um, the Ilios who sleeps could go on at considerable length if you wander up about it. How would you rather the plague just kill everyone then? Yeah, but um, I may not be able to win the argument because she's pretty damn aggro and yelly. But I don't agree with her. Deci- I don't yeah. agree with a lot of her decisions. And she is not um, Iliosa, who sleeps, is not a <coughs> rational entity that you mm. can um, win over with logical debate. Yeah, yeah. she is pure okay. emotion. Yeah, yeah. Flora will give Karen the same offer she gave Jack. She can send him prepared. She can send it. Garen can send a message to it. And to one ally, and one sending, so you can send one message. That's kind of why I wanted to check in with Vincala. Because I wanted to know he was okay. Well, wouldn't he be public enough that it would you'd be missed? Yes, but then it also depends, because if 
Jack please flickers and she doesn't ask the question. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose if she found out that he was blackjack, that would be enough of a threat to her. Now remember, like, sorry, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. Although um, Vin Carlo has probably <laughs> trashed a Eosa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she yeah. has some motivation <laughs> there. Yeah, I, I, that, I think it, I wanted the sending spell for him because he's one of those guys that's first up against the. He's going to be one of the guys first yeah. up against the wall because yeah. he's he's the kind of guy who won't keep his mouth sensibly shut. <laughs> Have we talked to him lately? Yeah. Um, Jack sent a, I gave Jack. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. about. So we've talked to him since the Nathan. thing. We know yeah. that he specifically was not the one Elios killed. Mm. Okay, so we know that. Cool. Yeah. It's, um, so t- sentence 20 words. 25 words on it. There's a um, thing in one of the um, novels I read about um, anti-nuclear protesters, the grouchy guy who's all for nuclear weapons is saying that the, um, as he's watching the protesters march along that um, all of these people might be better off in a dictatorship where they no longer feel compelled to exercise their civil rights. And the girl says, well, in a dictatorship, all of these people would already be dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the yeah. kind of person Ben Carlo is. <laughs> You will, in fact, be getting a sending at some point, which may or may not answer um, what you're about to ask, um, so uh, I might yeah. as well do that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds good. Um, Lucy, as you were just sort of riding along through the through the Cinderlands, this comes yeah. to you, because you are the logical person for this to come to, and you hear a familiar voice speak out across the desert, fairly loud, so pretty much everyone hears this, Brunsk Guard Manor. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're Brunsk's, you're the closest one to Brunsk's employer here, so he's sending it to you. Brunsk guard manor, but Octavia come. Search twice. Too many guards. Look for silver, but not find. Believes Brunsk knows nothing. Paintings come. Many sparkles. (laughs) Yay! So Octavia is on a rampage. Oh Excellent. My God. Yeah. Now so, you can respond to this message. <laughs> yeah, so Octavia has shown up at your house with a bunch of guards. Um because she's now the high magistrate in charge of investigating the Arcona conspiracy. Yeah. Um and has searched it twice looking for silver for that purpose. I, I hope she has seen the sparkly sparkly robot. She has proved on. Uh, does Brooks yeah. know about your murder dungeon downstairs? Do we have a murder dungeon? Yes, yes you've we have a secret basement. We, ha- secret we have a secret door. basement. I don't think we've ever told him about it. Yeah, yeah no, mm. I, I, I think we, we, we're generally trying to keep that pretty yeah, quiet because we don't uh, want yeah. it's, it's. I mean, we've sort of. I think we went through and deactivated the traps. Yeah, Ben yeah. Carlo is aware of it, and Neil Landis is. Yes, because yeah. yeah. I, yeah, said the Um but among other things, you would assume that hasn't been penetrated because Bronze is is more than bright enough to tell you, you know, Octavia finds secret door and fountain. Go ballistic. Kill everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want? You've got 25 words okay, to send so, a message um, back to Bronze. And Bronze uses exactly 25 words. Oh go, Well, if you don't use intervening consonants... Bronze not waste words. Yeah, you, if you don't use intervening consonants and adjectives and things, you can get a lot more something, into a sending. Bronze or... find extra words. Waste of space. Something along the lines of well done. Yeah, <laughs> well, well done, Bronze. Yeah, yeah, uh, well done, Bronx. Keep um, up the good work. Well, 
Stay safe. Um, yeah, yeah, stay safe. Protect um, mother. Yeah, hope um hope everyone in Kobosa is okay. Um several object bags. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, presumably, like, your mother is not dead, because Bronsk would probably mention yeah, that as being yeah. more important, even more important than the fact that someone's looking for silver, even yeah. though it's silver, mm-hmm. the centre of all stories. Yeah. I, but if, effectively, Octavia has rocked up with a big squad of Grey yeah. Guard and gone, right, we're searching this house for Arcona conspirators. Yeah. yeah. You know, AKA where's Silver Rose? You know, we have questions. Bronsk oh. gone, Bronsk not know where they are. Yeah. Mm, oh, Motive. He genuinely doesn't. <laughs> That's but is it who sets motive low? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But Bronsk bluff months. <laughs> it's um, Bronsk is on like, uh, He doesn't give a penalty because she be- she would be quite willing to believe yes. his stupid. Yes. Everyone think Bronsk not <laughs> Uh Well, that's something to look forward to when we get back to civilization. Yep. Yep. Octavia is looking for you. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Fortunately, you did not tell her you were going to the Cinderlands. Yep. Have oh my god. that catch before you Yeah, because we've already got one group of assassins oh and god, we don't need to put, add, add bounty hunters to the list. Octavia's scary. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I, I have, um, I, I have listed, I have those encounters listed as hunters encounters. <laughs> Not necessarily the Red Mantis assassins, because it could well be um, the Church of Asmodeus if you're in a different circumstance. Or a mix. Oh my god. Alright, game, now that we've done our exciting role playing encounter, Sugarfield yeah. Gamers need some candy. Ooh, oh candy. shit! Shit, yes! Yes! Oh my gosh! So yeah, so you I may forget that you brought, that you brought us three bunch of rolls of cookies, but I may okay. forget okay, that. Okay, but it's, it's 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 actually really really special because gluten free cookies. Yeah, gluten free cookies and non gluten free cookies. Yeah. And that's for you. That's for her. Oh, sure. Yeah. Buckets. I also bought a bag of chips. Yeah, I just put them up here. I was talking about Zoe's one. Maybe save those for next week. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, we've got three bags of cookies. We put the chips away. Yeah, yeah. I, I take it the gluten-free cookies is going to be absolutely on the the studio. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Then, then when Adam forgets and brings another bag of chips, it's good. Yeah. I'm not Thank saying you. that'll happen. Thank you very much, Lizzie. No worries. What are they? Are they all chocolate chips? Yeah, they're, they're all chocolate, but that one's double chip. I think that one's like a, a brown I, or something. I haven't even opened it fully, and I can already smell them. Yeah. Just that much. Oh. No, as, as I Do don't you know need the How many emails I'm getting free from Cookie Time a day? Yes, because I'm also getting hammering <laughs> 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 the shit out of my email box. They really are. Only because every year you buy cookies. No, I don't. No. I bought cookies from them once. Yeah, that was your problem. Yeah, but like, I'm getting like two emails a day. Every day, sometimes three emails a day. Was, it, was, it, was it when they had the girls in the green miniskirts that used to come out of the offices? Oh, we had one come around no. as well. And there was also a bunch of people at Newmarket, and they're everywhere. No. You can't hide from it. But mm-hmm. I will admit, she was tall, blood, and had a really good smile. Mm. Ah. I am weak. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to say to this. We I have also, we also now know Adam's fight. <laughs> the um, guys at my work are very angry when the um, 
when the um, let's send a bloke in. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We always get a girl around that's our area, that's but like I'm the one that greets her, so. <laughs> Hey, I would, I would offer to block if the um, subsequently starts stripping. <laughs> yeah, the problem is there isn't much of a guy, a guy um, um, version of the girl in the green miniskirt. The guy can't really show up with no. Do you mean the little black dress or the little red dress? No, they used to wear green miniskirts. Oh, okay. Red top, red red t-shirts, green miniskirts. Yeah. Could this entire person just be uh, chipping down walking through the door? Yeah, but the girls can actually walk around with miniskirts on and still be but somewhat socially acceptable. The guy who's walking around in basically a speedo and a bow tie, let's <laughs> start. I he'll, need, he'll need steel caps to come in our work. Like, I guess you could have the guy that's in like the tight singlet with his arms rolled Although up. Although when I was living in Dunedin, they had this promotion for Taco Highlanders, and they had this mascot guy for the team that's like super built, and he wears no shirt and just a kilt, walking around in the mall. No, I appreciate it. Because <laughs> there's a little bit of Lucy in you. Know, so yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you've got to worry about how warm he is, right? Because mm-hmm. if he's wearing a Chippendale outfit, he's going to get cold, so you have a kilt, and that keeps him warm. Yeah, and illegal. And you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure his warmth was a huge concern. <laughs> but, but still wonder, like, what, what does he wear under the kilt? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love and a mystery. I'll think about what to write up. That's where his haggis swings really. Mm. But anyway, I, I, I thought we, I did think we were playing a role playing game at some point. No, we just moved on to haggis underneath yeah. the kilt now. But, yeah. but it's a role playing game full of relationship drama. So <laughs> and bagpipes. That's not my doing. That's that's these people. Hey, <laughs> Helen. I didn't contribute a single relationship drama <laughs> to this campaign. Not to this one, but I've done so much romance and Kingmaker has bled into this. <laughs> I dated two girls that didn't work out and one that did. All the rest of it was you. <laughs> I think I've now done every variant as the GM. I've been a gay woman, I've been a gay guy, I've been a straight guy, and I've been a... Um, Straight, straight woman in, a rela- in relationships as various NPCs. Mm-hmm. And a robot. <laughs> so, next step would be being a sultan. Because they come with a harem. True. You imagine the marriage that they have a harem? You've also been a giant gelatinous blob that thinks it's someone's uncle. True. Yeah, but there wasn't a lot of romance. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the blob from beyond the stars did not want to seduce people that wanted to eat Thank AFC. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I missed that campaign. Yeah. So do we all. And this cook is so easy to eat. In the future, know, another dress and pile. I've, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten how many cookies I've just eaten. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I'm taking my box I've got my file in front of me <laughs> and I'm uh, just sticking with those. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so yes, you have passed your respect check. You have entered the um, Skullquire camp. 
and yeah, no, I'm, I'm just looking generically in the direction. Okay. What you are looking at here is basically a tent city. There are a large number of tents set up. There's probably a hundred odd people in this group. Um, they have several horses that appear to be completely unfettered and unsaddled, just kind of wandering around freely. Nice. They're obviously trained enough that they don't run off into the desert or anything. Um, and there is nothing sort of resembling a fence line or um, sentinels around the camp or anything, but there are several people who are sort of out and about on the watch. And yeah, you may enter, and <coughs> this cent- as you have asked for Thousand Bones, this sentry will pretty much take you straight to him. Yay, final guys. Yeah, because now that you've found the hex he's in, you can take him on the directory. And you have enough respect to not him just not to go, no, go away. <laughs> no, you can't even see Thousand Bones to make a diplomacy check. Go away. In fact, why are you even in here? I've been in Imagine if you'd been playing this game as the evil Shalante racists. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I point out there are instructions in here for what happens if you decide to kill every Shalante you encounter. Oh, oh okay. okay. It is possible to obtain the information you need through enough murder. Um, well, wow. so you can come to Cinderlanda's BBL and then just lose bodies for intel. Um, Note it's possible to get some of the information, the bare minimum you require to continue with the plot. Well. Not the stuff you need to avoid the horrible axes heading for your head. <laughs> Alright, so he will yeah. take you out to one of the tents, motions for you to, you know, wait here a moment, goes inside. Uh, these are not teepees, but nor are they fancy city tents with pegs and pegs and guy ropes and things like that. They're pretty much stuck up on poles with roping between them. Uh, he goes in, there's a few, murmuring a few brief words in Chawante, and out come not one, but two people. One of them is a very old man with white paint on his face, leaning on a stick, thousand bones, and the other one you have also seen before. It's going to be Crojan eats what he kills. Your dear friend Crojan <laughs> eats what he kills. I thought he was with the party that was in the war wow. nope. the army. You did not see him there. Mm. Oh, you okay. assumed he was there. Okay. There is a line of logic behind him being in the war camp. Mm. You know, it's, it's a logical intuition. But he wasn't there. No, it's yeah. not that he's gotten ahead of you, it's that he obviously wasn't there. Yeah. With the way you've written Thousand Bones on there, it looks like we found a really giant cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you thousand, thousand Bones steps out and Crojan sort of just gives you all the old hairy eyebrow, oh. particularly silver. Yeah. yeah. And he he says to you Sharatok, Shamek. Thousand Bones gives you a much friendlier nod and says to you Kalgrish. And then looks past you looks to Nakota, who is just sort of not <laughs> hiding behind you, but just oh, kind of oh, in, in the back of never to be unobtrusive. Um, oh. So Thousand Bones will speak to you um, uh, first in Shawante. He says, Shatok, Shamek. He does not bother to translate that. He just sort of glares at you. Thousand Bones will actively give you greetings in Shawante and then translate it into Taldane for you. Let's say Greetings. And then his eyes shift, go past to Nakota, and in Shawante, he says to him, 
There's a, there's a pause, long pause and then Thousand Bones says to him enchanted. Hello, my son. And Nakoda looks back at him and then tell Dane says to him, Hello, father. Whoa. Oh. 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 Family drama. Yeah. From someone's family other than Silver. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just... Uh, I'm di- okay, now I'm having the Kingmaker flashbacks. <laughs> for what you have done, for what you have done for me and for my people and for my son Gaiken. Be welcomed at our home and hearth. Thank you. Come. And he will point into the tent. Excellent. And you go inside where it is gloriously shaded. Among other things, it looks like most of the tribe's business happens in here. The people who are out going somewhere are either on patrol or going from point A to point B. People are hanging out in their tents. Because it's shady. Yeah. Mm. Um... And Thousand Bones, no chairs in here, just sits down across Folder's legs. And Crojan doesn't, can't actually lean against the back of the tent because it'll fall down, <laughs> but sort of just stands there, arms folded, doesn't sit, and gives you all the old hairy eyeball. Oh. And Man, he's the, he's the, the, the Shawante version of Shabrina. <laughs> Thousand Bones, what brings, what brings you so far into the Cinderlands? Um, we're here for a few reasons. Um, the main primary reason that we're here, um, is because of, because of Casabon. We're wondering if you know anything about Casabon. He stopped when you say that name. And Jack will, um, glance over it and keep your voice down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not talking loudly. No, yeah, you are not. Uh, among yeah. other things, the sentry has moved well off again. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty, you know, deep by no stress, man. Yeah. sound, but you're pretty private here. Crojan, Thousand Bones looks at you kind of sharply and surprised when you say that. And Crojan looks at you like you've just said a dirty word. Oh, shit. <laughs> Officially, though, we are on our diplomatic mission. We have a letter from Neolandus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I should have started with that. Yeah, that's right. We dig out the letter and hand it to Thousand Bones. Silver got excited. Thousand Bones will take it, look at you, and say, Neolandus is dead. Not so much. Takes it, opens it, and very slowly and carefully reads it. I see. Then matters in Corvosa are even more complicated than the usual politics backstabbing and infighting. The Shawante are unified. Corvosa will fall. Says Corvosa will fall if they press against us, says Crojan. Thousand Bones sort of gives him a long, slow look back like this is part 3,000 of a lengthy ongoing debate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Thousand Bones reads the letter carefully, nods, and seems to regard you a little better. 
And you gain a respect point for Neolandus's letter. Yay. Neolandus, you get blue because you're a boy. <laughs> okay. It's colour coded. No, it's not. I have known Neolandus Kaelpopolis to be a man of honesty in his dealings, if not honesty in his dealings. And I take his word seriously. You speak for him then. Yes. yes, and he said the same thing about you. He's not the seneschal anymore, and we're not telling a lot of people that he's not dead. We're telling you some stuff that we don't want most people to know because we need your help, and we know that the truth is important when dealing with you. A thousand bones nods at this. We'd ask you not to pass these things on. We have no interest in corvosive politics and secrets. <laughs> I, I, I just, like, glance at him and then just glance back at him. Yeah. Eight foot gnome. Eight foot gnome. I'm talking to the organ grinder, not the monkey. <laughs> oh, well, oh, out comes the earth. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> It's a slam dunk for Porg. <laughs> Poor Crochin. <laughs> He's the monkey. So, get a thousand bones. We will keep the. The Skull Choir will keep your confidences. Thank you. Thank you. So Silver asked what he knew about yeah. Castle yeah. Long, yeah. and, and um, he might want to ask us more questions. Yeah. And there's yeah. a pause, kind of in his and court, a Thousand Bones turns his attention back to Sil- back to Silver, and he loads. Kasavon, that is an old name, and one not and one not often spoken among the Shawante. Speak his name calls evil. He is an old foe from ten or more generations ago, when the Shawante were more united, when we lived in our land. <laughs> he said, and Crojans are a big not at this. Like, among other things, neither Thousand Bones nor Crojan have ever actually lived in that land that's now yeah. occupied yeah. by Corvosa. Yeah, but, like, looking at the land, you can be better. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's more, you know, Thousand Bones, repre- you know, recognises the farming possibilities and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Crojan is more just, fuck you, it's our land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's understandable that he's better looking at what, what Cinderlands is like. The Shawante, the Shawante United going even outside themselves to ally with orcs and elves and Mandravius the hero to lead them. So the old stories go. What can you possibly seek of Casabon in this day and age? He didn't die. And Thousand Bones just kind of stops at this and stares at you and Crojan will actively... He doesn't quite draw his Earthshaker, but he sort of twitches, you know, in combat. Why are you saying things that make my dad upset? It's not so much that. It's... mm, 
someone else we're going to have to kill. <laughs> a thousand bones can, you know, tell she's not buying. A thousand <laughs> bones looks at you, assesses you, and again, basically, he can see if you're lying the GM card, so if you're doing it, you need to wave arms, yep. and then you get will saves, basically. Yeah, right. Um, he looks at you. You speak what you speak what you think is the truth. How can such a thing be? We don't know, but there's catacombs below the palace that have various old artifacts hidden underneath. Shantai artifacts. Neolandus told us that there's a tradition going back as long as the Thena shells have been around, that they don't let the rulers in there. People yeah. don't go in. Everybody stays out. Keep the artifacts hidden. But, but Neolandus wasn't available, and nobody told the new Thena shell. And some people went in there. What have you disturbed? You, Corvosan. Yeah. What did you do, Jack? <laughs> um, there was a stone. A stone called the Heart of Carcevon. Thousand Bones just sort of listens to this. It was Ilios' crown. He thinks. Nods. The giant ruby. Did it? I thought it merely a peacock's adornment. <coughs> no, that's a stone called the Heart of Casavon. And it possesses some remnant of his power, his well, spirit? It's possibly it's the heart of the actual heart of Casavon. The spirit. He's inside Iliosa. There's no from the ruby into her. He's, he seems to be merely a whisperer at the beginning, but we have reason to believe that he has more power. At the beginning, he wasn't necessarily in her. He's still in the ruby, whispering to her, making her fears worse. You bring clouds. You bring news of dark clouds across Father Sky this day. We need your help. He sort of thinks about this, nods. Um, Crojan leans down and grunts something to him. Uh, and the only person here, people here who can speak Shalante, get a check because anyone else yeah. can mm-hmm. hear something in Shalante. Who knows Shalante here? Just Nakoda and you. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I rolled just a thing. What? What do you? I roll. Oh. I rolled a two, and I added one. Ooh, that's really uh, interesting. Yeah, Nakoda hears that. Oh, but um, he's not gonna say it. No. Yeah. Uh, For various reasons, he doesn't yeah. want to. Uh, like he's obviously not gonna translate it to you out loud. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Crojan leans down and says something or to him in a deep voice, and Thousand Bones sort of gives him a very tired look, but considers what he's saying and nods. The, the warlord is the warlord reborn would be a great threat against the Shuante. What aid can I offer? We need uh, we need weapons. We need something that can defeat him. We need to know more about the past and how we how he was defeated in the first place. <laughs> Shuante weapons. Shuante weapons are not what you need. 
Shawante warriors are what bring the weapons strength. Earthshakers, and he sort of gives, gives Garen a vague glance here. Well, Earthshakers will not avail you against such a foe without a stout heart and a warrior's skill behind it, Shemek. Earthshakers won't avail us at all. Really? She was, we saw her get killed, and then she got back up. An arrow laced with the death spell. And there's again that look between the two of them. <laughs> Both of them are pretty openly troubled by what you are telling her. Yeah. We need not just weapons, we need knowledge. We knowledge need that only the Shuante know. We need stories from the old days. We need to know how to kill him. This time for real. A thousand bones takes a long deep breath at this. I understand why you have come seeking me. I am the truth speaker and the law keeper of the Skullqua. Those who held it, the Sun Clan held most of the land you speak of that was once Casa Bond's, what is now Corvosa. But I have little lore or stories to share with you, I fear. What has been passed down to me is that many great Shawante treasures artifacts and things they guarded were taken from us when the Corvosans drove us from our home. But that is the entirety of what I know. The songs, the stories of Mandravius are not the ones you have heard. They sing of the courage of the Shawante, of our people in facing this foe. He sort of thinks through them. But they will provide no clue for what you seek. I have no knowledge of what you want. And he stops or takes a deep breath. At times like this, I would speak with the Shawante ancestors. Those who were there asked for their wisdom. There is a gathering we can hold to call upon their wisdom to learn what they know of the ways of the Cinderland, what has passed, what will aid us in the coming seasons. And Crojan looks like he has swallowed a lemon at this. He says, a gathering is not held for Shabak. <coughs> These outsiders have no ancestor spirits among the Shawante. There is no one who will speak to them. And Thousand Bones again, very slowly and deliberately, takes a deep breath and thinks about this, and a little respect meter comes up again. Yeah. And you need three respect points for Thousand Bones to agree to call a gathering on behalf of oh. outsiders. We've got four! Which we have. Yes. So, he nods at this. But if what you say is true, I do not believe your word, I do not disbelieve your word, but what you say is extraordinary. Then the way would teach us to unite against the greater threat and lend them what aid we can. Shamek or no, I will call this gathering. It is a ceremony of a day and a night. I will speak to my ancestors, learn what they know of this and what they could reveal. In truth, I do not know how far it will get you the information you seek. I call on my ancestors, my father and mother, before me. They do not call upon theirs. 
it is possible the last generation knows more. It is also, I must tell you, very likely that they will refuse to speak information on behalf of Shamek. I will call the gathering for you, but I do not expect success. There, is there anything that we can do to gain your trust, Peter? He shakes his head at this. The ancestors are well beyond any are well beyond any hands you can extend to them now. I will see what they say. Anything I find, anything I find that I think you should know, I will share. And you know you sort of you sort of know it's going to be true. He doesn't know tell you that he will just blanketly regurgitate everything his ancestors tell him. Yeah, he yeah. says he'll tell you what he thinks you need to know. Yeah, um, and also. Um, He's, he's been openly truthful and he says he thinks they'll just go, nah, fuck off. Yeah. But there is no respect check coming up for this one, however, so yeah. you don't know what's going to happen ah. here. And Thousand Bones will basically talk you through this and it's effectively what he does is he will go off with himself um, and, a cu- and a couple of his um, under-shamans, basically. They get a tent, they seal it up, they fill it full of thick smoke... Um, breathe it in excessively, do this for a night and a day, and at some point the last generation of ancestor spirits come through to speak with them. On occasion they have gone to older ones, older ones have come through when the need is great, but it's very rarely happened. Um, essentially this is something he will do entirely away from you guys. He, he gives you enough detail that you understand what he's doing, but not enough to actually tell you sort of the, the, the ritual details, that he's yeah. using. Right. Um, it will take a day. It will take a day and night. Be welcomed in our home and hearth. Until then, Progen, will you pass word that will you will you pass word that these Shamek are welcome in our camp? As are welcome in our camp as Terran cousins. And Crojan just growls slightly under his breath. This. You push the boundaries of the Shorte far today, outsiders. But I will listen to Thousand Bones' wisdom as he will listen to mine when the time comes. Thousand Bones nods at that. Again, part 3001 of the debate. Uh, and people can get a sense motive check here. It's Thousand Bones and Croach at 15... Forty. Yes, forty. I have twenty-two. Okay. <laughs> I, I, plus, I, put, I, I, I put twenty-two, and I got nineteen. Oh well, I got a seventeen, but that looks a bit less special now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So tell me, what is their brains thinking? <laughs> hey, Baron got a double digit on his sense motive check. <laughs> okay, Baron. So thousand bones is on a seventeen, and Crojan is on a nine. <laughs> Yeah, wow. go get Rick Crojan. So we've got Crojan. Um, I think I get both. I got a nineteen. Both, both without a raise. Seventeen. Both, Sixteen. Both without a raise. Both without a raise. Yeah. And forty. And raise. Forty. <laughs> Just one. I've got multiple raises. I don't think there's more than one raise worth of information. So, Garen. Yes. Um, <laughs> you pick up that um, 
you know, Crojan doesn't like you guys. He, <laughs> do- he doesn't like you in general because you're Xiaomin. <laughs> he doesn't like you that, uh, this is Garen and everyone, and yeah. the information on there. He doesn't like you because you're Xiaomin. He doesn't like people in general. <laughs> he's just, he's not a people person. <laughs> um, no charisma here. <laughs> um, he, um, the, what am I saying? Um, and he greets your presence with somewhat suspicion when you start, but doesn't seem all that surprised, and indeed it seems to very much fit with his worldview that you've shown up to talk to the Shantae because you want something. Yeah. And he nods at this. Um, Flora, and everyone but Gareth, Yay. with the raises you get over Crojan, you pick up all that, and when you start talking about Casabon and the danger he represents... Um, Crojan very much takes this as a threat, not in the sense that you have come out here to threaten him deliberately, but in he looks at this as a reason why Corvosa needs to be stopped, as opposed to a grand opportunity to unite your peoples together against the common threat. He looks at it and goes, well, you know, we need to kill the warlord and the queen and probably Corvosa while we're there. Mm-hmm. You know, we need a strong united Shawante thing. Uh, neither of them have said boo to you about the war camp that is out there and would probably rather you didn't know that. Because <laughs> um, they don't necessarily know exactly where you've come. Yeah, yeah, you've, come yeah. you've obviously come through the Cinderlands. Mm. Um, and that is about what you get from Crojan. Um, except that he is listening to thousand, what Thousand Bones has to say. He has a great deal of respect for his father. But Thousand Bones also has a great deal of respect for him. His voice counts here. Yeah. Um, Thousand Bones um, is also somewhat unsurprised that you've come out here because the white folk want something. Yeah. Um, he mostly looks... He mostly seems very upset and kind of grief-stricken, though, Um in part because you're telling him that the glorious Shawante crusade where they were united against the unholy armies of Casavon wasn't necessarily for nothing, but didn't work. Well, it didn't permanently solve the problem. Yes, yes. It was not the the grand victory that he's been told about in the songs kind of thing. It's Um, like talking to a world... Fruitless did I call the battle of the the alliance, and it's not so, yet it did not achieve its aims. Yeah. and he is actually quite sad in himself that he can't actually help you here, that he does not have the answers or the knowledge you were looking for, because if anyone's going to know it's him, he feels like he should. He doesn't, because any of the people who knew this probably lost it when they lost Corvosa, assuming they even had it then, because you've still got 700 years in the intervening of an oral tradition. Yeah. And he just, he seems sad and disappointed with himself personally for his inability to help you here and more generally you know the plight of his people and what this has led to mm-hmm. Silver you get all this and yeah um, he is personally somewhat saddened to see you guys because you remind him of a fairly painful time where he had to go into the city and collect his son's corpse yeah um, and secondly um there is a there is a great deal of grief in him about Nakota. Mm. Seeing him again has stirred up a bunch of old things, and Thousand Bones sort of keeps looking to him with vague amounts of hope, and then 
no. grief flickering across his eyes because uh, like Nakota by the few words he has exchanged has made it pretty clear that he hasn't come out here to gloriously embrace the way and come live with him yeah. again um, but could he, if he, could he if he wanted to Oh, he could come back and, yeah. and, and be straight. And the the crime he that wanted. he has committed is he has refused to spread his seed among the various women and impregnate them. If he was prepared, because he refuses to, to have sex with women, I, I just wasn't certain how irrevocable it is. If he's if he was prepared to toe the line, he could come back. Mm. You yeah. you know it. It's probably a more complicated situation than you necessarily know about, but certainly Thousand Bones is looking at him like it's a possibility, oh. and then is sort of getting that possibility dashed a bit, and then. Maybe, but maybe, but no, but maybe, but no, but maybe, but no. Uh, this is a source of um, of per- personal grief to him, as opposed to grief for his people. Uh, and very much, he is completely honest with you about what he's doing. He will go off. He will talk to his ancestors. He will bring you whatever results he gets from the gathering. And yeah, has told you pretty much. Um, and Crojan will Crojan will then tell you. You know, you can wander around the Shuante, um he openly expects you to keep your weapons. You know, among other things, it's a good idea if a giant pile of Ashwing gargoyles land on the top of the camp. Um, you know, don't, don't steal from us like you city folk do. <laughs> you know, etc., etc. Et Jack doesn't get offended when people tell him not to steal things. But because Thousand Bones has extended the invitation, among other things, they will feed you something that isn't flavorless gruel tonight. Yay! Although, in all fairness, we should, you know, see if we can contribute something, because, you know, they, like, it's not fair to be um, taking this, uh, what they have. Mm. Although, as guests in the camp, you are presumably bringing something, you know, information to Thousand Bones, your presence, your company, your performance. Yeah. 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 But it seems like maybe we should try and see if we can hunt something to contribute. And unless anyone wants anything more out of Thousand Bones immediately... He basically takes Kazavon being back as kind of bad news that he needs mm-hmm. to do something about, and will more or less go off and immediately start preparing for his gathering. Yeah, there's yeah. more stuff that we need to talk to him about at some stage, but this seems like the priority. Yeah, so yeah. Let's let this, let's and basically, first, he needs 24 hours before he will come back to you with anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 When um, when he does start that mm-hmm. the gathering. Garen's going to do his own little thing. Yep. He's going to actually get out of his armor for a change. <gasps> Suddenly oh. there's this little weevil of a, of a dwarf. His pale, pale skin. He's all shriveled up as it came off. <laughs> yeah. All of the charisma's in the head. <laughs> it is the next two little dwarfs. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, he, he's going to do... Um, uh, vigil to Sarah Ray while that uh, gathering is going on. Holy shit, he yeah. willingly does a vigil to Sarah Ray? It's only other people who don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Karen does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Shawante who will go past, most of them can't understand what you're saying. Several of them can. But he will have his yeah. holy symbol in his hand. Sort of look at what you're doing and give you vague nods and the, um, this probably goes over Garen's head, but yeah. Silver pick up. There's almost this vague, they're, they're happy with what Garen is doing, but in a vaguely condescending way, like, ah, look at, look at the primitive methods which he is using to worship Mother Son. <laughs> <laughs> if only someone had brought him up in the true way. <laughs> 
But at least he's trying his best. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the important head. thing is that he's trying. <laughs> yes, and if you didn't already have that um, that respect point, you would very much pick it up at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so a thousand bones goes off to prepare for the gathering. Start doing this. Um, and uh, Crojan will certainly not interrupt Garen's vigil, but... When you are you finishing at some point in here? Like this is not going to be. He's a going until around. daybreak. Um, I yeah. think you should you should go until the evening, and then Flora so, can take over, and she can do the night vigil. Yeah, makes a certain amount of sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So Crojan will speak. Will come up and speak to the other four of you, and sort of leave Garen not interrupting him. And he comes over. And he says, "You are far into the Cinderlands." And then speaks over your shoulder again in Shawante, you know. And says, I suppose you led, I suppose you led them here, brother. And Nakoda sort of shrugs unhappily and shrinks a bit behind you. And Crojan nods to him. I'm glad to see you, the city has not made you so soft you cannot survive out here. And then switches back to tell Dane. But how did these ones survive on your journey? <laughs> Was he actually asking? Yeah. yeah. He is now, he, he says, how did these ones survive on your journey in a way where he is asking Nakoda in a way that is insulting you guys yeah. and in a language you can clearly understand. Yeah. You, do you want to know since it's your magic? Uh, Jack and I have used endure elements for the heat and the cold and uh, I helped Nakoda tracking survival you have such you have such magics to keep you safe from the sun and the cold night yeah. and I can make um, and I can make um, protective shields which protected us from the what's what's the fire the storms it protected us from the ember storm she can also make a shelter for us to sleep in and protect her with an alarm to make sure that nothing comes in and captures us during the night. Croydon sort of listens to all this and nods. And it's also, we're pretty good fighters as well. These are strange and perhaps weak city ways to survive the Cinderlands. But they're your ways, and I see that you bring strength to your tribe with them. So he's not actually particularly upset that you're... Cheating and using magic to survive um, in the Cinderlands. If they could do it, they would. Yeah, it's. I know how to survive. In, I know how to survive in the Corson streets. They're pretty tough, but not like out here. I wouldn't be able to manage without the magic. The Shuante have been living in the Cinderlands for some time. We have become strong. We have learned to survive in ways you would not. That's admirable. I wonder if any of you would care to test your strength in a big teeth friendly game of Shredna. Oh, do I know that? And Nakoda sort of, (laughs) Nakoda makes a little, no, no, cut the throat, (laughs) no, no. Do I know this game? Yes, you do. Oh, good. (laughs) Excellent. I have a prop for this. Oh, no. Excellent. This is going to be another game with Long Pig. Excellent. Yeah, it turns out that Long Pig has traveled all this way. (laughs) (laughs) It's 
did a blunt Pegasus. No more blunt Pegasus. <laughs> blunt coyote. No, no, no. This is the take that survive. It is an epic level blunt Pegasus. It's a fire pig. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can, I will describe this, but I will also use this handy prop. And I will use Susan as my guinea pig. Can I <laughs> So, what Shredner involves is a cord of leather with two sharp rocks stuck in little pouches on the end. And each player puts it around the back at their neck so that the rock digs into the back of their neck. Yeah. And then they sit like this. Yeah. And you have three breaths of staring at each other. Yeah. And then you pull. And as you pull, the sharp pain in the back of your neck as the rock digs in. Oh, no. It's not going to seriously wound you, but it's a matter of... It's very much a who's hard-ass yeah. game. Yeah. Wow. Who's, who's the strongest? Does this um, prop yeah. make everything sufficiently clear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's basically a test of strength. Yeah. Um, no, it's Constitution. Uh, in fact, Silver, that is the basics that you would know. Um, yeah. And Nakoda's no, no, uh, you know, yeah. because Crojan is big, strong, and particularly yeah. he's actually making that gesture like the likes of Jack and Lucy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't, no. don't play Shredno with Crojan. Oh, no. Uh, and for Jack, the rest of it... Jack has 18 Constitution. Can you give me a knowledge civilization check? Oh, you understand the rules. This is more the strategy, the reasoning. Knowledge civilization of like seven, so that's twenty-four. Yeah. So, Redna is a game of several things. Yeah. Strength is the most obvious one, uh-huh. but part of it is also the psycho- the psychology of it. You're obliged to basically spend three breaths, i.e. three rounds. You kneel down, you're sort of face-to-face with each other. You spend three breaths, and that's very much about psyching the other guy out with intimidation. You can, oh. you are, in fact, openly welcome to taunt them about, you know, how their mothers are pigs and whatever, or stare at them, or growl, or grind your teeth, or whatever you please. There's effectively three rounds of trying to, of, of making opposed intimidation checks. Yeah. Um... And the way this manifests meta-wise is your successes get added to your points total. Yeah. Um, then when the actual fourth round comes round, you then make strength checks to either dig in and try and brace yourself and not pull at the other guy, or pull at the other guy. Uh-huh. And whoever wins that gets more meta points added. And then at the end of the round, you need to make a fortitude save to continue the match through the pain digging into your neck. And your difficulty is how many points the other guy has. And every round, it goes up. So it is a test of strength, it is a test of endurance, mm-hmm. and it is a test of um, of will. And um, I don't know what you would call that intimidation aspect of it. A oh. test of war- a warrior's spirit is how yeah, it's uh, um... to it. You suggest Garin for the night time. You might want to suggest Garin. Yeah, Garin's got... So, so, how is that going to heal harm us? Physically, it is going to hurt you. It's not actually the sort of thing that is designed to deal you hit point damage. You're going to walk away with a sore spot in the back of your neck that's relatively trivial. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So in terms of meta-wise, you don't take any actual hit point damage from it. It is designed to be a challenge in a game as opposed to something that actively incapacitates So warriors. it's not going to harm us like afterwards? It's not no. going to be... When you fail your fortitude save, you will you will basically pass out, tap, pass out, tap out, or both. Okay. Because... I was thinking silver because silver yeah, as it, as it goes on, you've just got that True. that blinding pain drilling right into the nerve cluster at the back of your neck. Yeah. Could more than one of could more than one of us do this? Yeah, so you'll have to play them separately. Yeah, yeah. you can't both play them at the same time. And, and possibly, and possibly, you know, he might want to do one today and one tomorrow. It's not like. Because you don't suffer any damage from it. Yeah. If he passes out, he'll be up again. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that that's basically um, what you need to know about it rules wise. There's some slightly more specifics, but I'll go into that as and when we get there. Garen will be quite happy to play in the night time when he's finished his vigil. Yeah, well, I think Silver would like to give it a go. Well, we'll suggest Garen. We'll suggest he ask Garen at night, and then she will go and see if there's anyone she can help. And Research Dwarf, you can also give me an old civilization share. This will be after my visual's finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think possibly we just suggest the Ooh, challenge yeah, later. That's when Yarn's finished the visual, and Crojan will, will yeah. not. He understands that, of course. 30. Okay. <laughs> so, research Dwarf! You know a couple of things. Um, for one thing, if nobody takes him up on this challenge, then your tribe will be seen as having no warrior spirit. You will actively lose respect if everyone refuses the challenge. Mm. Yep. Um, you do not have to all beat him or anything remotely of the kind. It's about what you bring as a tribe. If one or two of you are the warriors that step forward, that's mm. fine. But if no one takes him up on this, you will lose respect. <coughs> um, depending on how well you stand toe-to-toe with Crojan, who is big, strong, and tough, and presumably intimidating... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, will garner you opportunities to garner more respect. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I figured this was going to be a respect-gaining opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, no, Silver totally wants to do it. Yeah. But what you mostly get from that is what Silver missed out on the 25, which is if you don't do this, you will actively lose respect among mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Because Croge will basically go, ah, you know, the Shamek will not even risk a simple game of Shredna. Everyone yeah. goes, ha, 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 ha. We laugh down our noses at you. Yeah. Go away or I will torture you for a second time. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, yeah, so, Silver will step up. I'll take you up on that challenge. And he looks you up and down um, and looks you in the eyes and there is a certain wary respect in there because <laughs> you've already intimidated him successfully. Yeah. If you had not, you'd now be um, attempting yeah, yeah. to do so again yeah. to get that respect point. Mm. <laughs> So be it then, Shamek. You'll be calling me Silver soon. I do not think so. <laughs> let us see how you play. Yeah, let's see how I play. Oh. Alright. Let's see how, how soon Silver and gets KO'd. So they in have waited. People have said, you know, um, perhaps Garam would like to do this, and Crojan's very much gone, sure, and um, wandered off, so it is now evening. When this comes about, so you are. Oh, so we're going to do it all at the same time? Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll have to play him individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he, we're going to do. He's going to do both of us at the same time. No, no, no. Not, not at the same time, but like one after the other. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Well, you can start. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're such good um, friends with him. <laughs> how far away is that? Is that hours away? Uh, it's probably midday-ish by the time you get here. You know, mm. An hour or so talking to Thousand Bones. So yeah, you've got sort of four or five hours till dusk. Okay. Uh, what I might do is I might find myself something to do to help out. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything that requires a, a strong person that I could help out with. So I think um, yeah. while Garen prays, yeah. a bunch of us are going look to go around and look for opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Jack wants to um, take Nakoda and anyone else who wants to come and go hunting and try and contribute something to the food. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, that sounds like a good idea. I can't, um, without Nakoda or Jack, wouldn't have stand a chance of finding anything. Yeah. <laughs> Nakoda says, that, yeah. that's a great idea. Like, <laughs> he's very keen to be anywhere that isn't here. Yeah. <laughs> he can spend some time out in the desert yeah. and... Um, if someone wants to come along, that would be great. Because uh, uh, actually, I don't have a long range weapon because I've given my long range weapon to. Oh, mind you, I can always thunder call, but that, is that going to cook the meat beforehand? Uh, I mean, given that Nakoda will turn around and hand you his bow, yeah, yeah, like the bow that he had originally. Oh, because okay, there's yeah. no point in him carrying two bows around and you yeah. carrying none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a just a one d eight plus plus whatever. Uh, it's a composite longbow plus two. Oh, okay. Um, so it does a D8 plus two damage. Jack, of and course, has a crossbow. Oh, I have a strength for it. That's not a problem. But her principal method of hunting is going to involve illusions. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to, you know, like if we're hunting deer or whatever, I'm going to have wolves on the other side of them, herding them in towards the people who are shooting them. Yeah. There's a specific term for that fox hunting. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I'm going to... Lucy can come help. Yeah, because I can maybe use my alchemical skills in some... Yeah, so and these two are going to do a medical. So we have those those three things. Is everyone happy with the panel? Yeah. 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 So we have a hunting trip, a um, vigil, and a medical treatment type thingy. Yeah. Yeah. I figure they probably don't want music going on in the the background. Oh, you, you could ask. They might uh, appreciate prob- Probably not so much in the afternoon, but when the evening comes yeah, around, yeah. they're actually having the... Um, they're not going to put on a feast for you, but there's going to be some sort of small ceremony here. Yeah, so we can potentially do some perform checks yeah. now. You are visitors as opposed to uh, deeply honoured guests. At this point, mm. Yeah. So um, can we... Is there any kind of check we can make here to see how effectively we do this? Or? Yes, there is. Um... That would be survival, the hunting skill. Yeah. Um, Jack, you are presumably wanting to use like something like spellcraft instead to assist with this. Yes. Because like it's very much not something you can do on your own. No. You go off, you cast some illusions, the animals run up and start eating them, and you go. Get yeah, in the yeah. bag, animal. Yeah. Get well, in the bag. Among other things, if I didn't bring the coder and a survival along, I'd be doing it at the non-existent deer because I don't know how to find deer. They're yeah. out there somewhere. Yeah. Crojan is looking at the um, the cinder wolf teeth that you've brought in and going, nodding, <laughs> nodding. Yeah, this. all 20 of them yep. on two necklaces. Respect point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, Nakoda makes a survival check, Silver makes an aid survival, I make an aid spellcraft. Yep. Oh, aid survival. Mm-hmm. Oh, I aid. I aid. I'm helpful. I, get a, I pull off my spellcraft illusiony check and I give them a plus two. Sure. Twenty uh, plus two from you, Silver. Yeah. Twenty-two. That's not right. Uh, can I have a place? Hello. 
player's handbook. I won't calculate it. It's it's looking at the DCs as opposed to. Okay. Uh, I started doing the math and then went. I don't know what the base number is. I'm looking for here. Because I know that I'm supposed to know everything, but I actually don't know the... Um, I thought you thing. knew the whole entire player's handbook back to front. <laughs> no, it's just some stuff that comes up at what? Yeah. And some rules. obscure stuff. The turning rules and grappling. <laughs> yeah, I now know grappling rules without having to look in the book for. This is what happens when you play a martial class. <laughs> Callan grapples a lot of things, because he's big and strong. <laughs> okay. So... Jack, to be honest, I'm not sure how this would look to Jack's eye. Silver, you have enough survival training to realise that basically game is sparse out here. Yeah. You know, and this is a reasonably poor environment in which to hunt. Not so much the bit there and as the Cinderlands in general, kind of a shitbox. Um, I, I can't imagine Jack really noticing that, per se, because it's not like you've got any basis for comparison. I think you notice there are not a lot of animals around. Uh, I think, I think even with Jack's lack of survival, I'd be aware that a desert is less, you know, that there are grassy places it, somewhere it's where there would be... Inho- inhospitable. Yeah, I, I'm aware that this is an inhospitable desert wasteland, and thus that there are less animals there. Yeah. What I don't know is what kind of animals there would be in the desert versus what yeah. kind of animals... They're kind of animals. Yeah. Um, Nakoto will take you looking primarily for something called aurochs that are basically um, space buffalo. Yeah. Mm. Um, they're, they're big, strong, dumb, and slow animals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Made of real tasty stuff, and their height is good for a wide variety of things. I will ask some cre- 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 Nakoto some questions about what habitually preys on them, so I can provide some... Uh, but I suspect it might be wyverns again. And rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Giant birds that crackle with the, st- with the storm on their wings. So yes, it's going to be an illusory wyvern uh, that's threatening being, the Aurochs. Being all these people from the same deep-voiced family is going to... He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so you guys go out. This is not the easiest place in the world to hunt, but you come back with a moderate amount of meat and... Um, you take down basically an orc and come back yeah. with a bunch of meat and hides and that sort of thing. You provide enough food to feed six people. Conveniently, is exactly how many you brought in. Oh, yeah, yeah. So but we're, the, the, um, we're providing a contribution to the feast to make up for the bit yeah, that we're yeah. eating, so that we're not yeah. actively depleting their stores. Yeah. So I mean, in theory, in theory, like you could prove yourself great hunters and win the Shawantes respect that way. In practice, you guys just don't have the skill set to pull off those kinds of DCs. Yeah. yeah. Um, Flora, mm-hmm. you go around, um, and you may make me a heal check. Can I aid with my something? Alchemy? Something? Alchemy? Your alchemy, yes. You may. It's like, ah, you know, these herbs are a good poultress and blood and blood brother. <gasps> no. No. Unless <laughs> you've got, like, oh, more you, more you only need a D10. You've got oh, a part really? of alchemy. Yeah. You, yeah. you probably do it without rolling. Yeah. Like 16. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take, Technically, you need 12, because you've got the same problem yeah. the hunters have. It's a minus 2 for hostile environment. Ah, uh, yeah. It's so, yeah. 16. That's why I ate. In terms of like the kind of stuff Lucy would be doing is looking for herbs that could be put into good poultresses and that sort of thing. So, um, that's, um, that's, um, what my, that was what my plus 2 did, was cancelled out the negative? Pretty much. Cool. Okay, so... On the whole, oh, right. the, the, the Shawante and the Skullquara are pretty healthy. Um... You do not see, like, people lying around with broken arms and legs and all that sort of thing. They 
have the, they have enough capacity to take care of their own that they're not suffering through a great deal of that. Um, and everyone that's out here that isn't like a young child is actually pretty hardy and weather beaten. Even the even like Thousand Bones is actually still reasonably strong, um, even though he's now getting on to be an old man. Um, and of course, you know you go ah, oh, you know they're in remarkably good health. Of course, there aren't any old and sick here <laughs> because ah. any that are sufficiently not contributing to the tribe like that walk away instead. Um, however, what you do have is things that they don't um, possess. Um, most of them are not particularly interested in things like you know, like look, this is band. The, you know, we've got some bandages. This is how they work. And it's very much that's great, but. As we can't produce them out here, that knowledge is kind of pointless. On the other hand, you do have slightly more esoteric knowledge in the ilk of, you know, actually, if you dig a hole deep, if you dig a hole lightly into the sand, then you get really hot cauterizing stuff, and you can use it like that on wounds, and because it's coming from beneath the earth and it's so hot, there's no risk of infection from it, and all sorts of other bits and pieces like that. Um, and... The Shawante listen to this. Um, you very rapidly get somebody who speaks enough Teldane to sort of understand what you're saying and then goes around and explains it to other people in Shawante. And there are several nods and several of the various people. There doesn't seem to be any consistency about who their medics are, the young, old men and women, um, come over and talk to you. And the Shawante is translating and says, uh, these wish to listen to your wisdoms. Yeah, Flora will sit down and talk to them about you have a And you bring new wisdom to the tribe. Yay! Yay! Something they don't know that they can actually utilize as opposed to, you know, this is the amazing Leaven's tiny heart spell if any of you happen to be seventh level wizards, it's great. <laughs> nice. Its job is to provide shelter for the party. It's not actually I'm not proposing it's a useful strategy for the shot. That's that's quite fair. Uh, so your respect goes up. Oh, oh thank you. Five, I think. Yeah, yeah. Five. Five. Oh my goodness, Susan, you're doing rainbow respect, Marcus? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that Lucy's kind of doing the similar thing, but yeah. uh, in a sort of more uh, chemical stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Lucy, Lucy puts in bits of herb knowledge gained yeah. from the... Well, yeah. Yeah. It's more like a sort of method of doing things. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, you can very easily recognise they've got pretty primitive alchemy. It's like, yeah. well, the first thing you want to do is boil that over, uh, you, you don't have, like, firewood. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, well, you want a nice glass beaker, yeah, you, you don't have those either. <laughs> I guess you could use some hide if it was sufficiently treated. And in a shocking twist, Flora brings wisdom. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no one saw that coming. <laughs> the strength of wisdom. Yes. Okay. Anyway, we may not have hunted well enough to impress the Shanty, but we hunted well enough that we're not depleting their you know, yeah. supplies yeah, with our big hungry tummies, and yeah. Jack's good with that. Because really, Jack was never going to succeed remarkably well. Well, the other thing is, is we're providing them with some hide, so that's something that they can keep for later for making clothes. Yeah. And do you want to play Shredner with Krogan, Krogan tonight? We'll leave it for next week. Let's do it tonight. I vote tonight. Yeah, I yeah. have no idea how long this will take. Well, what we're... about we pick one of the two yeah. and do yeah. that? Yeah, we'll do at least one. And, and then we'll yeah. see how late it is. I'm curious. <laughs> So we'll start with Adam. Okay. 
So, I need... We don't need a thing as well. But I we need, just got, like, ties around each other's head. Uh, given I'm one of the people and Adam's the other one, like, somebody else to be the, um... Yeah. It, it, there is an initiative track for this, very well. Oh, there is? Yes. Because yeah. you roll to see who goes first and initiative. Can I have a wiper? Uh, yes, you may. Uh, Thank you. And then, um... Uh, other bits and pieces. But yeah, it's... It's tracking the initiatives and the rounds and the points totals. It would be useful things if someone else is prepared to do them. Yeah. You only need two passes. Depending on how I you know, want... I just wanted to clear them because they've not been used again. Depending on how hardcore you want your role-playing, Adam, you can actively play Shredno with the thing around your head to sit this close to my this is merely illustrative. I'm not yeah. actually suggesting we pull on it until we hurt each other in the neck nerves. <laughs> Among other things, I wouldn't have the slightest idea where to put it, where your neck uh, nerves are. Okay. I understand you can't um, injure each other terribly in the in the role playing game, but I think yeah. it's very possible that you could actually uh, injure each other at playing uh, that something like other that things, in real life. Crojan sort of looks at you. Um, You're look, short. Looks at you. You know. Gives gives you a nod, so you will you will face me in a match of Shredna. Hi. <laughs> I think we will have to stop for a few moments and recalibrate, remake the tethers. It's like, yeah, I am eight foot, and you're this, and yeah, and, you're probably you know, knee height, yeah, like a giant boxer. On the other hand, if they both kneel down facing yes. each other, yes. I use a preparation start to pull out a box. Yes, but consider, <laughs> consider, for example, if you kneel down in front of Zoe, you are still taller than her. Yeah, but the, there's a box. Thank you. hiding the big box. box. Of That's Krogen, a possible. It, it's simple. Crojan kneels down and Adam stands up. <laughs> yep, there's a box. This is not a huge problem. Yeah. You'll find a way. <laughs> Okay, so am I keeping score here or what? You're keeping score and track here. Okay, so round one, round two. Seven. Alas, Adam, this is um, a t- the, this is more a test of um, endurance than him. Like he's trying to pull the stone into your neck, not pull you over, so you yep. don't get your dwarven anti-tripping bonus. Alas, that's fine. Um, okay, so Crojan kneels down in front of you. Um, will sort of put his put his hands behind his back. Um, Nobody expects you to know the rules of this, so that will pretty much explain them for the benefit of those that don't already know. But Karen's like, yep, yep, okay, cool. So you sort of put your hands behind you as a way of indicating that pretty much you're not going to slap the other person, and you're doing this as a, as a, as a challenge rather than a fight. Both kneel down, both put the things into you, and both pretty much relax your heads and push them forward a little. So the stone is just hanging there. You can just feel the slightest tip of it in your neck. And then you and Crojan need to stare into each other's eyes for three breaths, three rounds. Uh, if you pull before that, you get DQ'd immediately and lose. Yeah. Um, and if you were sufficiently prepared to run away or faint before the third round, then um, you would also lose, but I don't imagine it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is um, the rules of fortitude saves. Natural ones fail, natural 20s succeed. Do not apply for this. Okay, oh. fair enough. Uh, cool. So, so Krogen, no criticals. Krogen kneels down, puts this over the of your neck, puts this around. He's in about five different books here. Oh, wow. Good on you, Krogen. 
why are you... Bring a seed amongst all the books. (laughs) It is the way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. All right, Shabek. You have braved the Cinderlands thus far. Let us see what you can do in a a friendly game of Shrednar. (laughs) I should warn you, many many of the Shawante find this experience painful. (laughs) And the two of you take a first round and take one deep breath and stare into each other's eyes. And uh, these pretty much go off at the same time, so you're the PC, so you can lead with your first Intimidate check against Corrigan. Okay. So, for the first Intimidate check, he's got, Garland's going to talk to the, one of the guys he knows they can speak Taldane. Yep. And says, Oi, laddie, take off my cloak and, um, Am I a holy symbol? They're magical. And I want to give this boy a chance. (laughs) (laughs) You will need far more than Mother Son to protect you in a game of Shridna. She watches over us all. She watches over us all, but prefers us tested in the heat. And you make an opposed intimidation check against him. Which he probably wins. Natural 20! Thank you, Adam, for being amazing. Wow. That's your actual bonus. That's 22 altogether. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. That's a natural 20. That will fail. And so are his. Because I'm immune to intimidate. No, that's not how it works. Mm. You can't be made afraid of him, but it's yeah. also, you know, psyching you out and that sort of thing okay. as well. Okay, yeah. Aww. So, you know. Uh, so, Crojan gains two, po- gains two points, a score of two. You may want to put it, like, as long as you can tell who, which one belongs to who. Okay. And do Crojan and Red. They have two different score sets. Yeah. Uh-huh. So do Crojan scores and points, Garan scores points, They the points are independent of each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to put Garan down here. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, you've got plans to as long as you're telling me who gets the points, yep. I'll be fine. Yep. And then, second breath. Say it again. Okay. And I mean, you, you are welcome to just, you know, stare into each other's eyes in a manly <laughs> fashion. You don't have it's to come up with a number of taunts and intimidation. <laughs> the fire of the Cinderlands. A lad, I'm a blacksmith. Who is almost burnt alive. You think I'm scared of the Cinderlands? You carry the fire in your forge and your anvil. The Shuante carry it in their hearts. Oh. Nice. 19? Uh, he will fail that one on <gasps> 17. Yeah. Oh! So one point for Garen? Uh, two points for Garen. Oh, nice. nice. So two, two points if you win. Yeah, you would get Garen's experience of fire is superior. <laughs> yeah, he, he sees in your eyes that you have been tested in flame before. Ooh. And you get a respect point for successfully intimidating Crochet, but it's already there. <laughs> and third breath. He didn't come back with anything for the... Yes, he did. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. Well, you carry the fire inside them. You carry yours in your forge. <laughs> I carry the flame of Serenre in my heart and soul. 
No fire is greater. And he leans it slightly further forward towards you, narrows his eyes, and <laughs> just growls at you like an animal. <laughs> Not great. Uh, 22. Yeah, he did no, 14. Two points for Grudgeon. Yeah. On the other hand, you beat him on a round, which is not it is very expensive. Yeah. So, round four. Fight. Yeah. And then. Well, you'll be hanging out with Jerry so too long. One, two, three breaths, and then you both move your necks back slightly into position. The stone digs in a little more, and then you tense up, ready to go, and we roll for initiative now. Oh. Yes. Okay. Imagine that's yours. Yeah, Crojan's on five. So yeah. five for Crojan. It doesn't doesn't matter what the order is. It's just Twenty two is to account Garen. Okay. So so Garen's first and Crojan second. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So the way this works is the two options you have are you can you'll be making opposed strength checks regardless. Yep. Um, but you can choose to either tug and pull on him, mm-hmm. at which point you make an opposed strength check against him. If you win, you get points. If you fail, he gets points instead. The other option you have is you can dig in and brace yourself to be pulled against. You can't gain any points that way, but you resist the next um, roll more effectively. And because he loses initiative, he declares what he's doing first. Okay. So you get the, the knowledge of what he's going to do. So you see Crojan begin to tense. And he's not going to dig in at the start because he thinks he's vastly more strong than you are. <laughs> So he is simply going to tug. So the way this works is, um, when he tugs, you will be make the you well basically we hit the end of this round. You'll be making opposed strength checks. Um, if you both tug, then you both tug. If you dig in, then you get a plus eight bonus on your strength check to resist the um, next lot of tugging. Um, but you don't gain any capacity to. Um, uh, what am I doing here? Sorry. That's right, they changed this because it didn't make any sense. Uh, if, if he fails to pull you, you get a point. You get a point. If he successfully pulls you, you get two points. So going on the defensive gives you much higher strength checks, but you advance more slowly. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes more sense. Cool. So he is going to tug rather than, rather than dig in. Garen's going to dig in. Cool. Okay. So Those are both very in character. <laughs> uh, you are making opposed strength checks, and you are adding a plus eight to it because you are digging in. Okay, does my endurance add anything? Uh, no, but it will add to the fortitude saves you make against the pain. Cool. It doesn't make you strong. Oh, that's oh. not great. You can roll <gasps> if you use your point. Yeah, I'm going to use a harrow point. Yep. Yeah, we're getting the harrow oh, points out. Actually on first. <laughs> uh, Crojan has a 30 to pull. <gasps> no, sorry. A 40 <laughs> to pull. Yeah. Oh, shit. So you, you may or may not want to um, re-roll. Yeah, like, like say you roll a 20. And a plus 8. Yeah, just... Damn it. Yeah, I can't beat that. Yeah. He makes a fantastic effort off the bat and pulls really hard. You, you can, but not. you'd have to roll like a 19 or a 20 to beat it. What ha- would happen if I was a size category bigger than him? Uh, no, no, no. That'll, no. Oh, it would make you large. Yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, give me a moment. Because you don't physically change size, no. you just get the category. Uh, it will not aid you. It yeah. gives you plus fours to grapples and trips and that sort of thing, but it's not what you're doing here. Um, Rerolling the strength check is um, 
the only what, one. What will aid you here? But I mean, you are not going to lose because he beats you this round. This is going to go on for several rounds. Yeah. Okay, well... So I, I, given my druthers, I'd say just accept that yeah. he's pulled really hard he's this round. Really hard. So he gets... So he beats you and gains two Shredna points. Cool. Um, then at this point you are making a fortitude save at a difficulty equal to how many points Crojan has, and he's doing the same to you. So you're making a DC 6 fortitude save, and you're adding plus 4 for your endurance to it. Given you can't fail on ones, we can probably skip the saves until you get to numbers you can actually hit. Yep. Okay, so Crojan also can't fail too, shockingly. And as you pull... Both your scores go up by one, as they will every round, because the fortitude saves just get harder. Nice. Uh, And then can you tick off round one? Yeah, I've ticked off round one. Cool. And at the end of five rounds, you stop, have another breath, and then go back to it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is round five? Or round two? Round two. Yeah. Round two. Fight. (laughs) Uh, Roll for initiative again. Uh, Crozier will probably beat you on that. He's on 19. Ooh, just 18. Okay, so you're declaring first. Okay. Does, um, it doesn't really matter. You don't need to know that. It. It's only a question of who's declaring first. Garen's yeah. um, going to dig in. Cool. And Crojan and Courage will tug again. Uh, let's roll that. Uh, that is a 29. It's a 34. Yep. 34. Uh, Garen wins that one. Cool. So you win on the defensive and you gain a Shredna point. Yay! And then Fortitude saves, which you pass both pass automatically. <laughs> Alright, so cross off another round. And Crozier's sort of nodding at this, like he can see you're just going to fold up again. Yeah, he's happy mm. with this. Yeah, round three. Next round, Oh, yes. Uh, 21. Crozier declares he'll continue to tug. This is going well for him. <laughs> hmm. Garen will also tug. Cool. Bonus strength checks, no bonuses. Uh, Crojan will buff that in the 25, I imagine. 31. Oh! <laughs> grunts, you gain two points. Hey, This is why we said. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Two I, was so, I was so used to giving Crojan points. <laughs> two points. Uh, Fortitude saves and everyone and another point is added to both totals. <sighs> Shit. What are we getting to now? Uh, eight and seven. Okay, so we're vaguely approaching the top level by accident. And um, I don't believe the last round we added the extra bonus cool. point. Put so another point on. Put, put another point on each of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's every round you add the extra So bonus. nine and eight. Nine for Crojan. Natural 20. Garen wins. And, um, Let's you cross it. off the new round? Yeah. Cool. Good job. Right. Having okay. seen you do that, he's actually going to dig in. Oh. So we go to the ten rounds, right? Yeah. Uh, no, you keep going until one of you passes out. Yeah, but then he's talking about the next, the next Garen's also going to dig in. Oh. Cool. What happens then? Uh, it's a wasted round? Yep, neither of you tug. Or yeah. well, rather, you are still pulling, yeah. but you are not grunting into it. Okay. Uh, One round, round ends, both of you pass your fortitude saves automatically. 
And so you're just up gonna, around. You're just going to wait it out, huh? Yeah. Round five. So we circle round five, and then after that we have another breath. Okay. I think it's his turn this time. Nine? Uh, yep, it'll be your initiative, your declaration. I will... Garen will endure. So is he tagging? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, oh, he rolled a Yeah, that's You'll beat him on that, I imagine, comfortably at 24, because yep. you're adding 8 to it. Yeah. Okay, so... so one point for Garen. Uh, oh, yeah, they're equal. He doesn't equal. go up as fast. That's He's right. playing defensively. All right, and then... One both, more point for each of you. Yep, they both go to 11, at which point Garen still can't fail a fortitude save. Nork and Krogen. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> And then, Nine ends and it's breath time. And there's, there's like somebody crazy. essentially refereeing this off the side. They're speaking in Sean, but it's not like it's hard to translate. <laughs> he sticks a hand between your eyes and says, huh! which means breath, and you both stop pulling and take a moment to catch your breath, ease off the pain that is now, you're hard manning it, but it is still <laughs> kind of boring into your neck, your thick dwarvish neck. You guys are tired, and, and he stares at you. Strong for a shamek. You endure the sun well. In the shawn, in in the skull qua, we would consider making you a hunter, a neophyte. <laughs> <laughs> and you may intimidate him back again. Hi. Oh. In my forge, would also have a place for you. A jewelry maker, perhaps. Damn it. Mm, 33. Yeah, he kicks my ass. Two points to Groju. It's the Captain America fight. I can do this all day. (laughs) He really can. Alright. Add one more point to each of them, because it's still around going by. Far out. And then, around we go again to initiative. Oh, okay, so the breath is him? only one round of One round of breath. Sorry? Uh, eight to eight for him on initiative, ah, so I think probably beat him. Yeah, and then five rounds from now mark round ten off, yeah, yeah. and they do another breath there, yeah, presuming they're still up. Five. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we've hit round six, haven't we? Yeah. Um, we're up to round yes. one of, yes. of lot so, two. Cool, cool. So... Uh, so you beat Progen, so he declares first, and he's gonna pull, pull like an Aurochs. What are you gonna do? Defend. Yeah. Defend. Like an Aurochs. No, yes! You're just being good. Uh, 32. 41. <laughs> hey, so one, one point on Garen's total. Ah, uh, Karen. Uh. And then. Fortitude. What's he needing to make now? Uh, twi- uh, so 14, 14 for Corrigan. So Garen has difficulty of 14, which no, you no, yeah. Oh, 14 for you and 13 for him. He still makes his automatically as well. Alright, and another one goes on another each. Another one goes on each total and yeah. initiative again. <sighs> 10 for him. I'm terrified of this one for seven. Um, I will... Karen will pull. Now hit round seven. And as you lose initiative, you don't see anything first. Uh, He will also pull. 
and as he looks at you, he's he's watching you with a sort of wary respect. This has gone on a lot longer than he was necessarily. <laughs> the people have sort of come together around anyway because the game of Shredder is very fun to watch. But the crowd is not getting bigger because everyone's here that can be here, but getting more invested. You can. Garen can't understand the Shawante, but you can definitely hear and make out sort of ah, oh, no, what are you doing? People are getting more excited about this. Yeah, yeah but this you'll, 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 do much, you'll do much worse in the middle. Project round, doesn't know much he's better at the start. Yeah. Your goal is but to do a really big job. His eyes blink a couple of times as he watches you, realizes he's actually up against a pretty good foe here, and goes. Calls on his ancestors to aid him and give him strength and rages. This has now gone on long enough, he decides to rage. Well, you've gotten him to rage territory. And then you both pull. Oh, come on. That is a 38. Yeah. Yep, he wins that one. Two points. Uh, I think you could still make his fortitude save without blinking. That's 17. So can he? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right adding, adding plus four to these anyway. Yeah, but I've also it. taken off my magic items, so it's lower than usual. So what is your actual fortitude save? 14. Plus four. No, no. Plus yeah, four for so the 18. Yes, so yeah, you're so still next, okay. Next yeah, round you'll have to do it. That's true, actually. I hadn't considered that. What? You've done that pretty openly, haven't yes. you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, we will <clears throat> retcon that slightly. I give Garen two more points. Oh. <laughs> For bad astry. Wrong no. one, Susan! Yeah. <laughs> Just, okay, I'm, I'm trying my best. And Crojan at the start of this will have also seen what you were doing. Um, like, looked to somebody, looked, looked to Silver, gotten a translation of this, nodded and gone, mm. and... He takes off his some of his strength boosting items. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, and then we are round to the next round again. Okay. Let's go up by one. Yes. And at this point, they both have to make actually make four Yeah. Uh, seven for him initiative. Eighteen. Pull, pull the mighty stallion. Endure, endure. I'm a dwarf. I endure. What is with my rolls tonight? Uh, Thirty-eight. Twenty-nine. Two more points for Groja. Like say, if my dice could roll. Okay. Uh, you're clearly yeah. doing much better than the crowd is expecting, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've now got one you actually can fail. Yeah. I think. Seventeen. Seventeen for Crojan to have to roll twenty for you. Uh, Crojan still cannot fail this. <coughs> oh. Um, remember that yours is a plus four for your endurance. So yeah, if that brings minus four for the items. Okay, so if that brings you over, you're fine anyway. I'm fine. Well, yeah, that's so like literally if you roll a one, you're Stars begin to swim in front of your eyes for a moment as you... No, you do not fail this on natural ones. Yeah. Because otherwise you just have first round, you have to roll the fortitude save, someone rolls a one and a two difficulty and fails. Yeah, but the thing is that um, he he has to roll really oh, well to... Oh, I've to... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Points up by one. Next yeah. round. Did I do the points up by one? You did the points up by one. I don't okay. think you crossed the round. Natural 20. Time. We're on the round okay. now. Pull, pull. 
So this pain would be uh, exo- fatiguing and exhausting, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a sharp. It's like a sharp bow drilling into the back of your neck in a nerve cluster. Yeah, I don't think my power applies. Um, uh, if you tell me what it is, you can probably pull it for an arbitrary bonus. Okay, uh, one of my powers is Forged and Fire. I can ignore exhaustion and fatigue for five hours. Mm, that's true. That's a little, you're pulling, that, that is a good thing you're doing. Yeah. Uh, so I will give you your choice for this. Uh, you can use that to increase your strength or your fortitude save, whichever one you think is... Um, strength. Yeah. So your strength is functionally too higher for this. Nice. It's less that you are stronger than you normally are, and more you just put the pain away, keep going. <laughs> well, I'll feel that later. <laughs> this is your game. Initiatives. Then we just do initiatives. Yeah, you did. You have natural twinning. Ah, yes, Crojan's pulling. Totally. And what are you doing? Uh, defending. Go. Woohoo! Yeah, he's not going to be that. That's 40. Uh. He doesn't have his strength boosters. Yeah, that's true. But he has rolled real high. And he's got rage. Yeah. So. Uh, my brain is tiring. Can I have a calculator? The math gets too high when it goes fast. 41. Oh! Oh shit! Oh no. Two points for Looking at the dice. Oh yeah. Two points for Gaiken. No, I burn a, I burn a card. <laughs> and increase it by two. <laughs> two so, points for Garen. Oh, did you just spend a hero point on this? Yes. <laughs> okay, you're almost equal, okay. so you have to roll a, a 20. of 20, and he's going to roll 19. 19. And now he can fail that. Pass. Fine. Uh-huh. Crojan's fine. Okay. Well, not flying. Both at this point are going. <laughs> Round ten. Did everyone got a po- Did we both get a point? Yep. Scores go up by one each. Yep. So add that on that. This is a little just neck gets to neck. harder. Literally neck to neck. Yes. <laughs> You've now beaten the world shredder record. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and initiatives again. Then we the clearly should have done the silver guy can twelve. Twenty-one. Okay. Um, Garen's gonna pull. He has confidence. He pulls as well. Come on, roll. Oh! oh. oh. What is wrong with you, dice? Two more points for Crojan. Uh, yeah. For fuck's sake. No, no, I believe in my dice, even if they are betraying you tonight. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> 23, Adam. 23 and 20. Pass. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I think Crojan might fail that. Oh, he might have won! Because he, um, you, you have been pulling after Rise at this point, he also has endurance. <laughs> What's his difficulty? 20. No, he is still in it. Just whisper in a heartbeat. One point each, and next round. And then breathe out. And breathe around. Yep. Breathe around. Come on. You got him on his last legs. Yeah, but now he gets to be intimidated on me. Yep. 
Oh, jeez, Anna, my heart rate's going super yeah. fast for you. <laughs> this is so close. <laughs> oh my god, if I was a short, I'd be watching this on the edge of my seat. <laughs> I have to follow this up. How am I going to follow this up? Just one moment. Well, the bright side is if Adam's done well enough, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter how your result goes. Look, Garrett's already the talk of the camp. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just a half <laughs> Strength doesn't even my thing. That's why you beat him with intimidate. Yeah. I'm gonna try my best. I might route last a couple of rounds. Your strength isn't too bad, is yeah. it? Fourteen, but Same he's, a, he's a freaking barbarian. Can you put a marker on um what would be uh, uh round eighteen? Ooh. That's when Trojan's rage runs it off. Ah, okay. <laughs> Master Jor. Yeah, this is this is the dwarven solution. Yeah, yeah. Jar's heels are. I know. Do I know how to wait. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he can rage more. No, he can only rage once per encounter because he gets fatigued. Yeah, he's got more rages. <laughs> okay, so I should have again. Yes, uh, nineteen. You, you win that one. Boom! Crojan can pull your head so off. So you win the intimidate, but like, <laughs> <laughs> hang on, no, oh, it's intimidation yeah. round. Oh, sorry, you can win the next initiative. Okay, fair enough. So, okay. <sighs> Strong, but I am Crojan. Eats what he kills. I have earned that name in blood and fire, and I do not lose at Shredna. Oh, shit. <laughs> what, does, that, does that come back with anything, or do you just growl? Garen smiles. Give up now, dwarf. The pain will only get worse. Yes! Where's 20? One. Oh! Oh! 22. You win that one, and gain two intimidation points. Woohoo! Oh, every time I think so... He looks at you, he's like, the pain will get worse, which, which will matter to you, right? Because... <laughs> You can You're feeling it. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> Alright, so Garen's initiative, Crojan will um, pull. Yep. Yeah. Garen will adjure. Yeah, so you're adding 8 to your strength check a little bit. Yeah. Um, so we'll, uh, oh, wait, I, oh no, that's uh, only in the, the fighting rounds. No, you do add another one to the oh, yeah. so last round. Yeah. Comfortably fails. Do I add another one? Yeah, yeah. 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 you start with a breathing? Yes, you do indeed. So yeah, 38. Okay, last round, we'll do it for this round. Yeah. Okay, so you win that one. Yeah, yeah. Easily. You dig in, you get one point. One point. And he's making a fortitude save of 25, and Garen's making a Pile the dice. Yes! Success! Ooh, Ooh. I think that's gonna do him. Uh, oh, you rolled a four! Yeah. See, uh, see, you had faith in your dice and they came through where it was really important. <laughs> <laughs> With a nine. <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> Just he you makes a 22 it. and fails. Oh, 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 Gonna go down. We'd have done silver. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is pulling and pulling on you. You can feel the pain drilling into the back of his neck. You I imagine s- there's some blood coming. Yeah, out. you can see the sweat beading on his face. There's a couple of the more matronly Shawante are like should step in because they're gonna hurt themselves. Do it? No, just let the boys sort this yeah, out themselves. The boys will be fine. And he stares at you and. The sweat beads and the stone slips slightly, and he, so and 
his eyes blink and he lets out the tiniest little sort of yelp of a and his head pulls forward as he can no longer endure the pain of pulling back again and basically how this works is head pulls forward pushing him to bow to you and that is the match the pain is too great for him to go on he, as he has not failed by five or more he doesn't actively pass out doing this but he pulls his head forward he can't bear the pain and the stone slips off his head and rolls out and the, the um, tethers come loose and the crowd sort of there's just this moment and then Ella 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 They're shouting, functionally, great victory, great victory. It's pretty much, hooray, that was awesome. When he raises his head... Yeah, Crojan sort of raises his head, puts a hand back his neck, and he comes off on his fingers. Garn puts it up his hand, says, Good fight, lot. He looks at your hand for a long moment, and the crowd is sort of watching this to see what happens. You... Pull like a damn aurochs calf in heat. <laughs> you are the strongest shamak I have ever seen. <laughs> this is why you are a hot like the game. And he gives you a grin. <laughs> and <laughs> the crowd seems terribly impressed by this. And you can hear the whispers like, darn big crow, you what? Crojan who? Crojan eats what he kills. Really? <laughs> no! Not Crojan eats what he kills. There's no other Crojan in the tribe. <laughs> did, did he cheat? Did he cheat? No. He's did, not stronger than Crojan, is he? I don't think so. Did he, did he use magic? No, he actually took it off. How did he cheat? He just kept sitting there taking it. <laughs> Garen's not stronger than Kroger. He's just more stuck. <laughs> yeah. Which is half the game, honestly. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Garen endures. The Shawante are exceedingly impressed. Wow. This is great. of three respect points. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh. And it's in blood pain. <laughs> oh, nice. One, for, one of it is going for long enough to force him to rage, to actually keep, not force him, but push him to rage. Yeah, to, yeah, to actually put effort into it. Um, and then two points for beating him outright. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Oh. And you do not garner the minus one respect for refusing the challenge altogether. <laughs> I didn't want to refuse it. I just, I, I thought it was Garen's type of game. Yeah, yeah. I imagine someone's looking at this and like, the back of your neck is just twitching in sympathy and sympathy. Mm, is maybe not? What's Nakoda's reaction? Nakoda was, has sort of been watching this and, um, you know, has when you started sort of given your clap on the back of you. Good on you for taking on this challenge. And as you're taking one of the breath rounds, you hear from him, um, and tell Dane a sort of soft, you know, don't worry, you're doing good. No one's ever beat, no one beats Crojan over this. It's impressive you're still in it. And then, it's the end, he's like, 
He's in that that crowd. Just pause silently. You look at this, and then as you both struggle up from your knees, Nakoda will sort of go around you. Gods, are you all right? <laughs> Is your neck broken? <laughs> I I don't think I've ever seen anyone go beat Crojan, let alone go that long with him. How are you both even still conscious? Ah, lads. It's like my ex-wife used to say. I'm a thick-necked foe. And that gave me the edge. Oh my god. That's... That story's gonna spread. (laughs) Champion, the dwarven champion of Mother Son and how he won the game of Shredna through enduring the heat and the pain. (laughs) Nakoto with his plus five fortitude save is just like, no. (laughs) Where did you fail? Twelve rounds ago. Yep. Alright. Jeez. Fuck. And that's probably tense enough to leave that. Yeah. 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 Um, Everyone goes, he has a straight I'm not going to Susan, whether, whether or not you want, whether you want to follow that up or not, um, we can, we can, um, have Silver doesn't take up the challenge, we can have Silver takes up the challenge. No, Silver's going to take it up, but I don't think you should do it right now. This is Garen's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Garen's so, six. So your three choices are basically, you can, you can take up the challenge, uh, sorry, you can, Silver doesn't accept the challenge, you can, um, which will lose you nothing at this point, because yeah. somebody's done it. Uh, you can take up the challenge and we can just skip past the dice rolling and dictate the outcome kind of thing. Um, or you can take up the challenge and actively roll it. Um, no matter what, you have no more respect to be gained from this. Well, Silver would, like, need to be Silver would like to have some sort of combat with, with Crojan, whether or not it's this. Yeah, yeah. Or per- something else. Perfect, perfectly happy for you to do it. I'm just um, letting you know that you you have nothing to win or nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. Because... Because yeah. Garen did everything. <laughs> we'll say, if Garen had, say, played him and gotten him far enough to push him and then lost, he'd still get a respect point, but there's still more to be played for. Because yeah. you could still either draw him or beat him. It's one yeah. point if you manage to pull him to a draw, you both go out on the same round. Because you can both fail the fortitude you'd say a draw. Um, See, I imagine there's the warriors also in the crowd going, okay, so if we go, do go and invade Kavosa, let's steer away from the dwarfs. Yeah. So, Which forge was it? The dwarfs forge? <laughs> Just making sure that it's the dwarfs forge we need to avoid. So Trojan and his family find some... Finally found someone with a bigger fortitude save than his at plus fourteen. <laughs> well nice. yours is naturally plus fourteen. Yeah, without the magic items. Yeah. yeah. Only through Santa Ray's Grace though. And then you both have endurance to bright effectively bring that up to oh, you. <laughs> I'm so underqualified to fight him. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, but I'm so underqualified. Yeah. Whereas, my, my saving grace is that I can do intimidate. That's yeah, my saving if, grace. If you are sufficiently strong to just um, beat him on the strength check every round, which is I have to say not very fucking likely unless you, you could were, be another barbarian. Yeah, yeah. I mean if you were Hulk strength eighteen barbarian then that would be pretty much what you'd need. But in theory, like, if you go up 14 points while he's on, still on two, then you're going to beat him even if his fortitude is much higher than yours. 
But it's it's definitely a game of strength and endurance. Yeah, anyway, sure what you'll be playing awesome. for is Nakota's is uh, yeah, is never gonna Nakota being them. impressed with what you. If you I don't know about you, but my neck hurts. <laughs> if you can hold them out for long enough, then Nakota will be impressed. <laughs> so you're playing for boyfriend respect, <laughs> additional boyfriend respect. My boyfriend doesn't want me to have a broken neck at the end of the yeah, show. Nakota was watching this. Just he, he starts off as a cheerleader. Then like halfway through, he's like. How is this neck not problem? Yeah, well, it's very much the, you know, go, Garen, you can give him a decent challenge. Yeah, Garen, you did it. That's amazing. So you, you can stop now. You, you're still... How are you still... Like, <laughs> I've played this with him. I lost, you know, particularly because I was ten years younger at the time and you know, had a fortitude save of two. <laughs> uh, I just... Laura just thought it was the kind of game that Gary would really like. Yeah, so and she thought the most thousand thing. thousand bones is, is in the background, still performing a gathering with his ancestors to see what information he can draw forth from the past. From the past, but the most important part is that once again, Garen endures. <laughs> dun dun dun. Uh,